What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. What up? How it do? Whoa. How's it going? There's a spike there. Yeah. I'm going to try and speak over it like this. <laughs> well, no, you can just... You know, no, I don't... I don't. It's, it's just because you went, how we do? Like, <laughs> I didn't even do it. I didn't you even did, do it buddy. that hard. Well, we have video proof now. We'll watch it back. <laughs> That's what happens when you got video proof. <laughs> I mean, if anything, the trick is finding the sweet spot on the mic and then just talking. I still got years to go through this. No, because I, I mean... Still got years. Hey, man. I got a, I got a mic and I'm not like... I'm not making those same mistakes. And he talks straight into his. Yeah. But your mic's really good, though. You have an Audio Technic. What's the which model? Uh, I think the AT. What is it? AT twenty thirty five. So yeah. okay. So look at he's he's his headphones are matching his mic. <laughs> you right. got You got to come correct. You got to come sharp, man. That's that's how it's done. What's that's going on, man. How's it how's it going over there? We're getting a lot of snow here. Today. Yeah. Montreal's a. You guys got wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Montreal shut down, kind of. Like, just take public transit. <laughs> yeah, people are like, dude, the amount of cars on the streets. That's a camera. Say what? Say what? No, I was going to say, yeah, I feel like that's just, that's pretty much every time it snows in Montreal, everything gets shut down. Yeah, but you know what? Like, we still manage. We still just, you yeah. know, we're like, you know what? I'm going to go and walk through this because yeah. I'm not that far from a metro. Yeah. So it's fine. Like, I'm not far from the subway kind of thing. But it's just right. like if you're driving, what do you? That's a fool's errand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, having a car that's in Montreal, so having a car in Montreal this time of year is almost useless, because I mean it's an advantage in the sense that like, oh, I got groceries. I don't need to walk through all this snow with my groceries. But it'll take you 45 minutes to get to the grocery store a block away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's not construction; it's something else. True. Oh. Or, or it's just, or it's just those cones for no reason. <laughs> why you gotta? Why you gotta rub it in our face? Montreal. Oh, do they still do that? I know they used to do that a lot when I was there. Just Mon put cones, and no one's working anywhere. <laughs> Montreal is almost like uh, a website on GeoCities under construction. Just <laughs> signs everywhere. A city <laughs> under construction. Oh my god! <laughs> Terrible. That's great. That's awesome. That's true, though, man. In, in uh, five, like I think five more years, we should be up and running, or maybe fixing more potholes after that. I don't know. <laughs> how is it with the new how uh how the the, um, the new mayor I guess with the new ma yeah exactly i mean i don't know i don't know much about her I've, um people are upset about the tax stuff that she's done oh yeah because well she was running on a campaign of oh we're not gonna raise them and then she's like i looked at the books we gotta raise them yeah <laughs> <That> <laughs> like she didn't look at the books before yeah. well no you can't like i mean you're not in power like like oh i'm just gonna give you my books when you're not in power <laughs> but i mean i feel well, she still has access to know what the numbers are then the public numbers I mean, to... yeah the public numbers yeah, yeah. exactly yeah which I'm... showed that yeah anyway i'm guessing that when she looked She's at the books liar. she saw she saw how bad it was it was one thing to see the public numbers and be like this looks manageable it's another thing to come along and be like oh no there's like well, isn't there like th some three million missing here and some yeah, other money like, I mean, missing? It, it always looks bad when Montreal. you finally get into it. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. It's going to look, eh, it doesn't look too bad. And when you're like, wait, let me look all the way in. Oh, you know? Um, I think <laughs> I think when we first got our first snowfall, it was okay. And then we had uh, some ice rain. And that kind of threw off everything. So yeah, because yeah, it put like a sheet of ice over the snow mounds, so you couldn't shovel it because it was frozen in place. And so mm. there was this bad idea where they're like, "Oh well, they said this day after this is going to be uh, way warmer than normal, so we're we'll just wait for the January thaw to happen." 
on one day and we should be good. And then that day then finished that- and it, everything was still frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah. So basically um, one borough or one city in Montreal, uh, Anjou, was like, no, we're not waiting for this imaginary January <laughs> thaw to happen. We're going to clean up our stuff. And they have like spotless streets. Oh, really? And, and no one's, you know, slipping and sliding, busting her hip, suing the city. And um, I think because they did that ahead of time, uh, then the city okayed it. Uh, the city's like slapping them with the with the bill, like saying like, no, we're not paying for that. And it's like, look, we have, we're trying to protect people. We're trying to make sure they don't go to the ER because yeah. they fell. Yeah, because that's pretty bad. <laughs> it is pretty bad. When I worked in the Emerge, that was a huge thing. Every time there's a major snowfall, yeah. you always had to deal with the fact that like tons of people would be coming into the emergency with broken hips. And mm-hmm. and, it, and they said it. They said that this the, the snowfall at, that we've had right now is, is horrible for um, th- those with disabilities yeah. and the elderly because you yeah. can't get around. Exactly. Um, so, I mean... No, I think Anjou did it right. You got to be willing to spend a little extra money so you can protect your voters down the road. Because you want, because, you know, who votes? The elderly. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to make sure those people can get to the voting poll. <laughs> That's how you do it. Anjou, whoever's in charge there, is going to get reelected. Yeah. That's how you do. Whereas these other boneheads, these other boneheads are just like, yeah, we're going to save Some- money. Somehow this turned political. I know. Sorry. <laughs> My sorry. bad. My bad. It's all Not good. intentional. It's all it wasn't meant to. It wasn't meant to. Um, Have you guys been geeking out on anything recently? I've been uh, just having a mess of it with comic books. I've just been like... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Black Panther 1998 to 2003, the one that the movie's based on, Christopher Priest. I've been Mm. plowing through them comics, man. (laughs) Like, it's just... Christopher Priest. I haven't haven't heard of those ones. Yeah, so Christopher Priest is the guy that took over Black Panther... Uh, in 98 and there's like an article about him recently that came out that discusses because first of all the movie that's coming out is loosely based on his run Mm. and when I say loosely I mean super loosely based like he created the characters but I think they've changed everything else after that okay Um, So, so he made Black Panther cool and then disappeared yeah yeah well one of the things he did first of all he was a writer who'd been working in comic books for a long time and what happened was, what happened was, he was kind of like put in this situation being the only black guy in the white room <laughs> all the time. You know, we've been there. Sounds familiar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I understand Priest when I read his stuff. I'm just like, I, I feel you. I connect with you, homie. Uh, but yeah, so they, they at some point, um, he ended up getting the job at Marvel. They asked him to write Black Panther. And he told them, I don't want to be the black guy writing the black character. And they're just like, mm. okay. He's just like, I'm going to write Black Panther from the perspective of a white character. Oh. So when you read... Like like, like like how we normally, a white writer would treat a white character. No, 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 no. He, he wrote, the, he legit writes the comic book from the perspective of Everett F- Ross in the comic book. It's not the perspective of T'Challa. Oh. T'Challa is actually oh. a secondary character in his own in comic book. Interesting. Yeah. So the, Interesting. Yeah. So what it is is Everett Ross works for the OPC, and is and refers to T'Challa as the client because he's in charge of like he's T'Challa's handler while he's in the states. Mm. So the story that you're the stories you're reading are Everett Ross's stories as he's telling them to his partner and his boss and to other people 
So like it's not you're not you're not seeing the action live. You're right. hearing the action from the perspective of someone. So it's like a secondhand story. And then okay. the panels and then the panels are his storytelling. Okay. And it's kind of funny wow. too because there's a lot of times where he says or at least I think that's how it happened. I wasn't there. <laughs> so there's times where, <laughs> so there's times where he's telling stories about like Black Panther fighting Craven, the hunter, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, okay, cool. And but like you know, a building's on fire and someone's jumping out of a window and all this stuff. And then he'll be to the, he tell the person that he's talking to, but I wasn't there. <laughs> that's what I heard happen. So wow. it's you kind of yeah, it's pretty funny because you get the idea that like, I mean, that could be how it happened, or you know. As as anyone can imagine, if you lived in a world where superheroes were around, you're gonna get really hyper hyperbole mm. of these stories. Like they're not gonna be like, yeah, so I saw Black Panther punch him and then kick him. You're gonna get like, oh my god, and then the building was on fire. Oh, oh, so it's gonna be like uh, Batman punching Guy Gardner. Yes. So like you don't see it happen, but then the aftermath is one punch. Yeah, one exactly. One laid him out of one punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's pretty much how the story, it, like the story's told in that manner. And it's so it's cool. it's basically a whole comic book run, but kind of done in the same way as the Black Panther teaser trailer, first trailer. Yes. Where it's Everett um, talking and. And uh, he's talking to uh, Claw. Yeah. Yes. Well, soon to be Claw. This, yes. This is why. This is exactly why. I guess you said they're loosely basing it off off of uh, Chris. Yeah. Run, right. I, I mean, and yeah, yeah, and I mean, like the the Dora Milaje in Chris Priest's run are seventeen year old girls that are okay. that you know are because you know the Dora Milaje. I don't know if you guys know who what they are in in the Black Panther universe. They're his bodyguards. Well, bodyguards, concubine. Yes. Okay. They're his bodyguards yeah. who are to be his betrothed. Like he's supposed yeah. to pick because they're one. all like the Bro. yeah he's supposed to pick one of these girls to be his wife. Right. So he's picking like it's all the best fighters. Yeah, from, like a warrior from, bloodline. From, yeah, from every tribe. Yeah, and they all become like Dora Milaje, and then he's supposed to pick one to be his wife. Mm. The thing it's is, like, it's like the, it's like the red guard with benefits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's it. So, and it, it the other interesting part is, first of all, Everett Ross's character is super creepy because he is constantly talking about how hot these 17 year old girls oh, are no it's really gross oh, no. like he's always talking about it oh no oh no interesting <laughs> another another show something i've been catching up on is uh star trek discovery i got hooked dude oh uh, did you binge did you binge through the the i i, I watched the whole thing now oh, there wow. is one thing i have to say about it though and i wish like i wish the last episode didn't happen almost i wow. feel like it just it resolved it too much Wait, I think I feel like you're you might even be one episode further back. Are you talking about w- when one of the characters dies? No, I'm talking. Okay, I guess we can we spoil it at this point. It's like a couple weeks. Yeah, back, you know so. what? Go ahead. So, I don't care. I'm I'm for it. Sorry, did you watch? Spoiler alert! Joss's face. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched Star Trek Discovery, you have five seconds to switch it off or pause it. Fast forward if you want and come mute, back. Mute, please mute. Three. What? <laughs> uh, the last episode where uh, General Philippa Georgiou becomes yes. uh, takes takes her captain seat back. Yeah, that's stupid. I I think they right. Yeah, I that's the first time that I've watched a show and said, I think you guys jumped the shark. No, I think was that was that that was that was the last episode, right? Yes, you're right. Yeah, so I didn't like that as an. I was just. Like, I agree. Oh. I didn't like that. I I didn't yeah, like, was- especially since two episodes ago. They did some crazy awesome stuff 
was it two episodes? Two That's episodes what I'm ago? saying. Yeah, two episodes ago they set like so a they, tone. they could have even they could have they could have ended it an episode before where it was still like violent and like things were still happening. Right. But for some reason they decided to like bring back this captain. So I, I guess you're not really watching Discovery, right, Jaws? No, no, I'm not. Sorry to say. Um, I never really liked Star Trek actually myself. Oh, so at I'm all. Actually, I'm actually surprised I really like this one. And the reason why is because it feels more, it's, there's more action. It's not oh, as okay. much talking as the previous Star Trek mm-hmm. were. Uh, you watch Star Trek, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, for me. Usually it's more like political and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like it's more um, talky. It's more heady. Um, it's exactly, more to resolve yeah. conflicts with words mostly. Exactly. It's usually more psychological than physical. Yeah. Right? So this one is a good mix of both. Definitely more action than the other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the Emperor, so in one episode, they go to another universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like an alternate universe. And in that alternate universe, the version of the captain who trained the main character right, right. is evil. And she's an emperor. So all this crazy things happen with that storyline two episodes before the finale. Mm-hmm. And then in the finale, they decide to bring the emperor from the alternate universe into the real universe. It just it just didn't make any sense. I don't know. I just didn't like it. Oh, okay. But if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. And um, uh, it's more. I just, it's it more, it it's, I, just, I just wish it ended an episode before. That's all. I I'll agree with you. I think one of the issues is the fact that, and I, I do when I say I think they jumped the shark is I really think they got to a point where they're like, well, we wrapped up our story arc like a comic book. We wrapped up an arc, and instead of moving forward, instead of like doing the mid-season finale here which i think is what they should have done they like they decided to continue two episodes because there's only like 13 episodes this season or 10 episodes i think it's 13 or 10 okay it's short anyway yeah and whatever sorry uh khalil we're talking about star trek discovery oh snap good i I walked in just the right time i was like just think i was just like thinking about that actually are you are y'all up to date i'm so up to date right now yeah so toby was just explaining how he feels that the show jumped well i said it jumped the shark but him and i are saying this like we're agreeing on the fact that they got to a point where they they wrapped up the first arc Mm -hmm. um where I mean, they wrapped up like two arcs. They did the whole like introduction of the war and all that stuff, and and, and then they did Volk uh, and and yeah. Tyler yeah. Ash or Ash Tyler yeah. exactly. And they wrapped that up, and yeah. then they wrap up the alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you know, so now we're introduced to the Klingon War, and you're like, okay, the Klingon War is happening. Gotcha. Yeah. But then what they did that I found super weird is that was and, a great twist with Lorca, though. Yes, oh super great twist. Yeah, so before you continue, Doc, so at this point where he's about to continue from, they've literally come back from the alternate universe, everything is resolved, but then they come back nine months after they uh the point where they originally left. Yeah. So now you're like, oh crap, that's where it should have ended. Yes. I feel like they should have ended either the season or they should have gone to like a mid season break there. Yeah. Okay. Instead of continuing on from there, like Yeah, because these new episodes where they're in the war and you're gonna so First of all, you bring Giorgio over. Yeah. The only people that know that George is there are Saru, um, Michael Burnham, and the guy in the... The guy in the transporter room. The transporter room, dude. So you're just like, okay, cool. Then obviously you're going to bring in the admirals, so they're Mm going to find out. Mm -hmm. So no one else on the ship knows. Makes sense. In my head, I'm thinking... Why do I feel like they're going to do something stupid here? That was my first thought. Yeah, I was just it's like, like already I, weird. Right? Yeah, it's like, a little weird. They're hiding her in a room. No, but they're hiding the whole the whole mirror verse, right? Like they're hiding that whole. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're fact. concealing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. So they bring her back. Then they they give her the ship. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, like, well, they, no, well, they're calling her captain because she's she's supposed to be Captain Georgiou, not yeah, exactly. Georgiou. But I don't think they're giving her the ship. She's like, she's like a consultant, right? Like, yeah, she's kind of like what she's Burnham just, was. Just the like. face. She's just the face yeah, yeah, of yeah. the company, but they're still the puppet masters behind it. But yeah. oh, we all that- know that. We, yeah, that's pretty much what I feel. And but we all know that's gonna. Sorry, Tobes. I already see where the Tobes, can off. you repeat that? Yeah, we already know that. I we already know that the storyline is going to the point where I feel anyway like she's gonna try to take over this. Of course, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's who so can trust obvious. That chick? Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, obvious. Exactly. Like, this is where you're gonna go with it. You're gonna be like, yeah. well. Where where can you take this character who was the emperor of an entire yeah, universe? Yeah, that's it. Um, and you think she'll be satisfied being the captain of no, one ship after no, all that? She's not a fucking chance. And, and honestly, if they the don't way. go that way, huh? then just we can swear by. Oh, it. yeah, you can. Yeah. Nice, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, if you don't take the storyline or the plot line that way, then what are you doing? It just didn't, doesn't make any sense. No, but I at agree. At this point, at this point, the reason it gripped me is because I was surprised at a lot of turns, and now you've gone back to just. You've taken yeah. that whole element of surprise away from me. I feel. Totally. Nah. I agree. Uh, we didn't even start the DTD. We're already talking about view the right thing. So <laughs> let's okay. let's hit the DTD. Uh, but that was a fun intro, and I, I definitely love talking Star Trek. So uh, we'll probably. Yes, my new tattoo is apropos. Got I got this Terran Empire tattoo. Oh damn! This dude got a Terran <laughs> Empire tattoo on his leg. Are you serious? Yo, it's dope. That. It's that's, dope. That's coming up way too much <laughs> in my life pick, right now. I know, right? I know. <laughs> I'm gonna take a pic of it right now. Yeah, yeah, take a pic. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna do the DTD. Jaws D. I'm gonna let you introduce this while I take this picture. All right. So uh, today's a DTD is uh, in because you know it's February, so uh, I'm keeping it real for Black History Month. It's the Battle of the Black King (laughs) cartoons. So we got Sea Bear and Jamal versus Wayne Head versus Proud Family. Wait, I don't think I know uh, what any of that is. Well, <laughs> pr- you remember Proud Family, uh, the you and me below at the same time with Solange singing I the see, intro. The, the past the past couple weeks of DTDs has been killing me, man. <laughs> these are all like yeah. Uh, I, I feel like <laughs> these I, are all things I either barely watched or never watched. We yeah, might have know, to like take a step that, back. I was and... like, were those words in English? <laughs> so you just said? I'll, I'll, we'll have to take yo, a step back way, in superheroes soon. <laughs> yeah. By the way, shout out to my boy Nate listening. Nate oh, dope. from Ottawa. Hey, hey. I went to high school with him, actually, so it's kind of nice to reconnect. It's what so, up, dude? It's so weird seeing Toby's face. I know, for once we get to yeah, see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Who say, Michelle said the same thing last Yeah, time. Franklin. <laughs> Franklin. <laughs> Anytime we're going to have a guest now, they're always going to be like, whoa, we can see you. <laughs> no, well, we spent so much time just listening to you. I think we all made our, our ideas of what you look well, like. Well, I know them. I just yeah, we, know we've already. We, <laughs> that's an issue. You've never seen him. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, we've never actually. Yeah, exactly. So You've just only a, heard my voice. I'm just gonna give a quick rundown of <laughs> each show. Sea yeah. Bear and Jamal. Uh, it's a Jamal is the black kid, and Sea Bear is his, uh, I guess, quote unquote, cool bear. Yeah. And Sea Bear is played by Tone Loke. Yeah. So oh, this nice. this this bear with this very low yeah. low. yeah, exactly. Doing the wow thing. Wow thing. <laughs> That's a good impression. <laughs> and um, Waynehead is uh, Damon Wayne's uh, show, and it's about him, I guess, kind of growing up with his friends, and he used to have like a brace on his foot. Okay. So I remember one episode of um, it was it's like it's like just, why did you make that into a show? Well, and well, it was actually an actual good kid show, and he would show up in the beginning and you know talk about morals and stuff. Important like that. note: mm-hmm. Canadian. What it was produced by Nelvana. Oh no way! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's him growing up as a kid. He used to have his foot in a brace and stuff. And I was watching, uh, I think, an episode of Oprah. Or like, where are they now? And they were. 
his uh, older brother Keenan yeah. brought out that foot, oh, and no. they're like, "Oh my goodness, this thing was the source of so much anger and pain." And apparently, like a lot of his comedy came from that. But then he managed to take that and turn it into more of a positive thing and have a show where the main character is um, disabled. Yeah, kid with disability. Uh, um, wait a second. How long did the show run for? One Probably season. one season. Only one. Season. Probably oh, one season. God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, face. Well, good and enough then, to uh, <laughs> Proud Family was uh, Disney made, yeah. and uh, the intro was done by Solange and Beyonce, and it's about a family. Uh, was I guess you would call it a nuclear family? Yeah, pretty and, much. And the grandma, but a black nuclear, family. a black nuclear family, yeah. and I think because uh, grandma was in the house, and that's yeah. black folk thing, an Italian folk <laughs> well, thing. I, I think it's ethnic folk thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most of the time, your it's, grandma's it's, there. It's, it's, but these are cartoons, right? Yeah, these yeah, are yeah. cartoons. Okay, All of them are cartoons. But for I feel kids, like... Specifically for kids. Yeah, right. visible minority and Italians. Mm. And Greeks. Actually, all minorities. That's what you I know said. what? Ethnic. White Anglo-Saxon Protestants are probably the only ones who don't have grandma. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember I remember the thing for me with so this we're show... we're supposed to know, Toby. <laughs> I remember in this show, they do bring up... Uh, I think there's an episode where she goes back in time and the kids are talking to her about... Um, Chuck Berry and the Duck Walk and like one of the first uh, black artists to do rock and roll and yeah. stuff like that. Um, there's another episode where I think um, she has a uh, it's a wonderful life moment and it turns out all Al Roker is her uh, her guardian angel. Yeah, and, I remember seeing him in an episode. And he's cracking jokes and stuff. So this is the first time you're actually getting to see him and hear him Doesn't crack Doesn't he also jokes. come in and is evil in one episode? I can't remember, but probably. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So what yeah. Sorry, could I go first? Because go for it. Actually, I wanted to do uh, Skinny's first because he's not oh, here. Oh, Skinny. Yeah, oh, go, yeah. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So Skinny's not here. So he sent Shout out his. To skinny. Yeah, <laughs> he sent his DTD. Uh, so his DTD is Drain Seabear and Jamal, mm-hmm. which you know, dope. You get Tone Loke. Uh, team up with Waynehead. So you oh. you get. <laughs> I'm not really sure why, <laughs> but you get a cool. You get a kid who's you know New York street wise. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Had a good group of friends. Mm-hmm. So that's fair. And then defeat the hell out of the proud ass family. <laughs> that show felt too bougie for me. What? That's his. That's wow. <laughs> I think I think Skinny Classic speaks skinny. for me yeah. on this one. <laughs> I didn't deliver it with that skinny swag, so I apologize. But you know, I definitely, uh, I definitely, I feel that always felt too bougie for me mm-hmm. sentiment, which is funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there you go. So that's uh, that. so Tobes. If you want to go, you can. Yep. I'm just going to go with the things I remember. Barely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one I remember the most is Seabear and Jamal, so I'm going to drain. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The second one I remember the after that is Proud Family, so I'm going to team up with them. Yeah. And then I'm going to defeat the one yeah. I heard, never heard anything about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne, Head, Wayne Head is gone. <laughs> I have no other way to eliminate these. I, I don't know. Yeah, for I me, don't know them, so. for me, it's drain the proud family just because I like the idea of a big family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna team up with Seabear and Jamal because I feel like Tone Loke can handle business as my sidekick, <laughs> and Seabear uh, Jamal's just gonna be my buddy. Like I Jamal's love- the dude I just sit and talk to. He Jamal's essentially just gonna be adopted into the family. Oh, okay. And then Seabear <laughs> is gonna go out there and crack some heads. I love the way Doc just fulfills his personal needs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like we're like we would do. It's like theoretical. Doc's like, then they'd be my friends and exactly. have a family. I have a and family. And then they, he'd cringe. be in the family too. He'd be like and my brother. Crush him. <laughs> and then for, and then uh, I'm I'm just defeating Waynehead because yeah. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I, it's, yeah, I had to, like, I had I had to like Google them. Uh, there's like one season, oh God, like. Yeah. 
the only good quality images of the show you can find online are all stock photos that are like you can't use because there's like it's written Shutterstock. You want to know what that reminds me of? Across the screen. Hit us. What's, what's that cat and mouse one he chose last oh, time? Oh, yeah. Herman. <laughs> Herman That's and what I'm saying. Nip. Him and his. <laughs> every time. Oh, man. Josh D, every time he does a DTD. Get you with that knowledge, boy. Remember, remember when he did the one with the Conan the Barbarian villain? And I, I was just like, dude, I don't know who that is. You're like, how do you not know? And I was just like, no, I really don't know who that is. And, and he made it seem like I was weird. And then I asked other friends, and they're just like, I fucking don't remember. Yeah, yeah, don't that know, know. James Earl Jones had a. None of us on this panel. Because James Earl Jones had a. None of us on this panel who watch a lot of TV. Exactly. Know what that is? It's just you, man. Yeah, man. Back in the back in the day, boy, there was no internet, and you had to keep everything up here in your head. Everything you watched and rewatched. You had to remember it. What's your response then, Jaws? I would like to hear what you choose. I think I'm gonna team up with Seabear and Jamal because that just sounds like a good combo. Yeah. Because you know you got that deep tone loke voice basically and um i think at the end of every at the end of every episode they would do like a, a music video kind of thing like oh, a song okay. so cool. like you know just a wrap up and a moral of the story kind of thing and um oh man wayne had brown family uh i would i would drain the, <laughs> i like that it I would drain, a, I would, it's a challenge for you i would drain the proud family i would drain the i would drain the proud family and it sucks because it sucks because one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing I'll give Dwayne Every head. time. One thing I give Dwayne head is that um, I remember when uh, Damien did hand, handy, uh, Handyman was it on, uh, on Living Color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Handicap Man. And every, like people were like, oh, that's offensive. How dare you do that? Uh, and he said, uh, I used to get letters from people that were disabled and they're like oh thanks for making a character that's like us and t- yeah, reminding yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. to not treat us any differently you would treat anybody else yeah. and so i guess he kind of took that and went with it yeah with this yeah, particular show true, for kids true, true, true. and i so, i feel bad for I, for defeating this one but uh, i didn't because <laughs> yeah. i think why he had would a you defeat why do you always defeat the one yeah that... <laughs> he always defeats the obscure one that we're always just like we don't know who this and he always ends up defeating them anyways and we're just like then why'd you pick why them you, why not <laughs> why not honestly you just gave a perfectly great reason why you should probably drain them i know them. <laughs> well, guess what I, I know guess what i'm not i'm not progressive <laughs> They're awesome because oh, this, this episode. As, as a person, <laughs> I'm as, not progressive. As a person that comes from a single parent household, I would like to have all my family in him one too, household. Him too. That's fair. Because <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I would say Proud Family is probably a better version of uh, Family Matters, maybe. Yeah. But, th- but yeah. then again, it doesn't have. It doesn't. It, it might be even better because it doesn't have that Urkel character. It doesn't have that one character. That really the character annoys. who ruined the show. Hey, hey, Family Matters is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yes, so. yes, that's yes, true. Was, yeah. So the we only, can't be the mad only, at it. The only thing I give to Family Matters is Jaleel White dunking on Justin Timberlake. That's all I give him. During during a celebrity game. Awesome man. You thought, I thought who? He, I thought Jaleel White was awesome man. I thought. Oh, don't I get me wrong. He, did a great he job was. Like, it's just that he wasn't supposed to be the star. No, yeah. but that's what's so cool about that. And like, not if was, you were the Harriet. I was watching the other day, and and his character did all kind of crossovers too. He's yeah. like full house, step by yeah. step, full and house, step by step, yeah. Yeah, all kind of stuff. Like he's the guy. He's the glue that holds everything. It's not even Disney doesn't even hold that. 
universe together. It's I know. Urkel. That's yeah, messed like, up. This show ain't working out. He started Quick, it. Get Urkel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, don't get me wrong. Bigger, way ahead of his time. <laughs> right. I think he was great in the show. He did an amazing job. I don't know how that poor bastard stood like that for like ten years. I know. He probably right? has horrible back My problems. Back no, he looks like he's fine. He, he like looks fine like, now, but I mean, like, he how did. He worked out a lot. man. Yeah, he must have. And and dunked on JT during a Vince Carter did. Hard. But that's the thing I don't understand. It's just like you do all this, you do these characters, you do this show, and then what? Because you're he's, still typecast, he didn't get anything he's after. He's been in so many things, like but like small roles, exactly. but he's just like a he was Sonic the Hedgehog now, like, for a bit. Oh, was he the yeah, voice? He was the voice, the original mm. uh, cartoon on ABC. He was that. Yay! Well, I mean, he's, he's done other stuff. I know. He. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, his show just got canceled. Me, myself, and I mm-hmm. with Bobby oh, Monaghan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he plays the best friend. He mm-hmm. plays the uh, like thirty-something-year-old version of the best friend. Oh, I but mean, he plays himself, doesn't he? In that or something? No, no, he's was, playing the, the oh, best friend. Oh, because there was yeah. a show he played himself in, like an ex-child star. Oh yeah. That used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I liked Jaleel White. It's just that when you look back at the show, and I'm sure the show wouldn't have done what it did without Jaleel White. Oh no. Yeah. Without Steve Urkel, I get that. Yeah. Stefan like, Urkel, all that story. No, Laura, but it's like I get it. You're watching it, the premise before, and you're like, "What's this even about?" But like, that's the thing. The premise before was supposed to just be about, a as he said, family, a like, nuclear yeah, black family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Steve yeah. Urkel got thrown in and yeah. completely changed the dynamic of the show, and yeah. it became the Steve Urkel and this family next I, door. And the family he haunts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel that like happens a lot to some um, black TV shows, like where maybe the first two seasons are a little bit more serious than usual, yeah. and all of a sudden it just goes silly. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Like, I, like um, if you look at uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yeah, the first two seasons with like uh, Aunt Vivian, Dark Skin Aunt Vivian, it's a more serious, more mm. le- lessons to be learned. And yeah, actual mm. real stuff. Black empowerment, and then uh, Nikki gets born. Yeah, and and, and then they go it, to college, and, and then, then it, and then yeah. a bunch of overacting. Happens. Yeah, yeah. No, I see that. I see that breaking it's the fourth st- wall a lot. Still great stories, but yeah. yeah see, uh, yeah. like I said, I don't like breaking that damn fourth wall. I hate when they do that shit, but. Yeah, I actually kind of liked it on Fresh Prince though. The breaking, breaking the fourth, fourth wall? wall. Yeah, I kind of do too. Yeah, it's uh, like jazz. I, jazz caused this constant. Jazz was funny. Us. Yeah, and I like, but like whenever Will did it, or like would do the fake faint, you know, we would turn his head and go, oh, like yeah. I hated stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I didn't. Or, I get it. I was already laughing. Like you don't need me to. Mm-hmm. It's Will. We get it. We were already <laughs> laughing at the joke. You don't gotta. And like Jazzy just said, a lot of overacting. A actor, true. 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 Yeah. True. 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 I mean, he turned that into an amazing career. Uh, and yeah, exactly. and it, he he became such a good actor that his sperm produced those kids who themselves are characters. <laughs> he passed on hey, that interestingingness you know through genetics. Shout out to Gross. His album's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it just did 100 million spins. No, all uh, I can think about yeah. is Will Smith semen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I Thanks. said. Gross. <laughs> I didn't mean for you to actually think about it. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's the DTD. Uh, if you guys are tuned in on the live stream, thank you for tuning in. We're going to be switching this over to the website only, franklinarmstrong.com slash live. So if you guys want to continue listening, do so immediatamente because we are ending the live stream. Thank you guys for tuning into that. But we're continuing right now here on Geektastic Cypha, View the Right Thing. Uh, so we're each going to talk about something that we've been watching or checking out recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm starting off with two shows that I've been watching. Um I'm actually going to start off with Hard Sun first. So Hard Sun is a British series produced by the same team that did 
uh, Luther. Ooh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. Luther's coming back for its fifth season, so they're probably yep. really busy. Um, but Hard Sun's already done. Uh, all six episodes were available as of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be coming to the States sometime soon. I was able to acquire copies of the British episodes um, before the Americans bastardize it for BC <laughs> America. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, the essential idea of the show is it, the world is going to end in five years. Mm-hmm. And um, the there's a hacker who found out. He commits suicide. Um, oh, no, sorry. He doesn't commit suicide. He finds out he has a key. He wants to tell the world. Right. Um, his partner that he hacks with doesn't want to tell the world. Mm. Um, that guy is also a money-hungry jackass who wants who sees this as an opportunity to sell the information. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads down a road of investigation for these two cops who are part of this task force in... D-I-X and D-I-Y. I don't remember their names right now. Um, I'll look it up in the meantime while I'm talking. But what happens is in the show, once people start seeing the information, anyone who's seen the Hard Sun files uh, becomes a target. And the government, essentially the British government, takes them out. Oh. <laughs> so the first Brit- the first guy that originally found the information is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, his partner, his buddy kills him. Right. But then the second guy who gets the information... Once their task, once the MI5 is what we believe, I'm still not even sure it's MI5. Okay. Um, because I've only seen the first two episodes. But once that task force starts investigating the second guy, uh, they all of a sudden get told to stop. Okay. Which, if you've watched any cop show ever, it means they're more interested now. Yeah. Because they're just like, well, why are we being asked to not investigate this guy? Well, that always happens if uh, you tell a child to stop doing that. Right. And they're having fun, then they just keep doing it. Exactly. And that's it. That's the main lesson of these shows. It's always just like, the more you tell me not to, the more I want to know. Mm-hmm. And that's what these guys do. So Detective Charlie Hicks and Detective Elaine Renko, uh, played by Jim Sturges and Aginus Dane. Uh, Lord knows I mispronounced that poor woman's name. Um, but yeah, so they are on they are on the hunt for the information. They're trying to figure out what this guy is doing. They find the information. The guy was trying to sell the information to, like, a business broker. That's some British as hell names. I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the guy... So, like, as the story goes oh, on... I think uh, DIC and DI are uh, police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detective, yeah, yeah. constable. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I didn't... I figured people who watch British shows already know that. But, yeah, DI stands for detective right. investigator yeah. and detective... Uh, CI stands for like something like you're like a that, higher level. That that helps us plebs. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, the story gets a little crazy. Uh, in the first episode, they released the information, even though they really probably shouldn't have, mm-hmm. um, because you know people are gonna start panicking yeah. by releasing the information. They un uh, unfortunately cause a chain reaction because now the MI5 or whatever government organization disproves the the, the hard sun stuff oh. as they would because the government's not going to let that get out. Yeah, yeah. By disproving it, it creates this all the conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. starts to believe that well something's going on mm-hmm. and some of those conspiracy theorists who are unfortunately often depicted as unstable people mm-hmm. start saying well the world's going to end in five years and start committing crimes. Oh, Which in turn uh, they as detectives mm-hmm. have to investigate. Right. Uh, so in the f- second episode, they're investigating a man who's killed multiple people and kidnapped his own children. Okay. And they now have to try and find him. Wow. And they're trying to do it without getting everyone involved because they're afraid that if that happens, if this guy knows for a fact that Hardson is real and 
he knows in five years he's gonna die he has no there's no he has no yeah. reason to give himself up right right it's just like why i'm gonna die in five years in a prison cell i yeah. might as well just kill myself and my kids and be done with it yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. the way the world's gonna end is like really bad like it's like the sun's gonna die out right hunger all this stuff like it gets really crazy mm-hmm. so yeah those are the first that, that's the the first two Whoa. episodes are super intense nihilistic yeah yeah, nihilistic yeah very very much so some really dark stuff mm-hmm. um you know the 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 elaine ranko the, the di elaine ranko her son like her son tries to kill her in an in the first episode like there's a whole bunch Jeez. of crazy stuff and icing on the cake heart open yeah man heart. son's trying to kill you yo dude <laughs> legit you're right that was the opening Brit- british son is hard british, yeah. british will british <laughs> stuff doesn't play like yeah they don't like think about how harry everyone's like oh harry potter's a ch- children's book but it's like i'm pretty sure somewhere in there it's, it's like dark, yeah. uh harry potter's parents save his life while he's a baby Voldemort kills them both and he's just there by himself baby yeah bye, bye, yeah end. yeah like no what him. it's british they murder him in front of them yeah. <laughs> it's british yeah he, evil lord tries to kill him that's why he has that scar on his face <laughs> British, you're, so yeah. <laughs> you're murder, you're, someone trying to murder baby. That's normal. It's British. Now go to sleep, sweetheart. Yeah, I'll read you the rest. Tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but what happens next in the Hobbit, Daddy? <laughs> um, yeah, she to Mordor. <laughs> so that's all. Our, uh, that's uh, Hard Sun. I recommend people check it out. Six cool. episodes. Um, the first season's done. Um, I've only watched the first two, but I, I'm definitely gonna jump on for the rest of it. I love uh, coming here because I then yeah, I you find home, out new like, shows. Got yeah. a bunch of stuff to go binge. <laughs> and then the second show is Altered Carbon which is a new Netflix series that came out I'm about four episodes into that one Toby you've also been watching this one right yeah yeah it's actually pretty damn good how many episodes are you in I think seven Oh damn, you're ahead of me. I'm on, epi- okay. I'm on episode seven. I'm on episode seven. Yeah, so I, I'm not gonna spoil too much because I do want you to catch up. Yeah, I really did want to try and binge as much as possible. It's just that because the, the, it's hour long episodes, so it is. Uh, they are very they're, they're well done, but every episode feels like a movie. Yeah. Mm. Like which it's is long. yeah yeah every episode yeah. feels like a full like it's almost like you're watching a movie mm. like the first episode I was just like wait that was fifty five minutes exactly. felt like I've been sitting here for three hours <laughs> like mm. it's dense it's a dense story <laughs> uh, Toby do you want to give people a rundown of what the story's about um, altered carbon it's pretty much a futuristic take on um, let's see here so in this future people can actually like take their consciousness it's kind of like black mirror you know that episode where they can take their consciousness and put it in another body yeah okay so this is pretty much a show where it uh takes place in a world where that exists as a thing like anyone can do this yeah I, I, so, like, from you, the age of one die, yeah so as soon as you're born actually they install this thing in the back of your neck called the stack yeah which collects your consciousness every day <laughs> yeah pretty, pretty much up until the point you die but you don't die you actually there's two forms of death there's death and then there's real, real death yeah real death is when they actually kill you and destroy your stack and yeah. then death is like okay now you're dead we have your consciousness when your family can afford to buy you a sleeve which is what they call a body uh, like just a body waiting to be yeah. taken over yeah it's called a sleeve. Yeah, um, so when your family can afford one, they're expensive. Um, pretty much they take that and put your consciousness in it. So this story pretty much starts with we meet this guy called Takeshi Kovacs, and he's kind of like a freedom fighter um, in the past. Yeah, 250 we, years ago. We think it's pre- 250 years ago. Yeah. Um, but they were fighting the system that was imp- about to implement this whole, like, cloning and stack because they're against that. They don't think it's good. They think like, what, what is their motto? Do you remember? I don't remember their motto, but essentially it's just like you shouldn't play. No one should be playing God. 
is, exactly. is the, pretty much the gist of what most people who don't believe in the stacks is trying to say. Because like right. your soul so now, should be your soul. So here's the one thing I don't understand. Maybe you can clear up. But he's what's known as an envoy. Yeah. Now, what is an envoy exactly? Envoys, in your, in your, like, envoys were warriors who could be placed anywhere in the universe because there, there's multiple planets and stuff mm-hmm. could be placed anywhere on any planet and they can adapt to their environment immediately so an envoy would be like on earth and then you could send an envoy to let's say rise of three mars you sure and once they land on the planet they adapt to the customs the culture the they they cue they clue in on people's needs um I mean, in one of the episodes I watched recently, the girl says, make sure you make allies of the people, even if they're expendable. So they understand how to, yeah. like, utilize people, Manipul- situation, manipulate, manipulate people. people. Yeah. Uh, and that's what an envoy is. It, and, oh, and they're not clairvoyant, but they can kind of sense they, they they have a really astute sense of the other, I guess, is how I would say. Yes. It. Yeah. Empathetic. So it's kind of like empathetic. Spice, yes. Kind of like Spidey, kind of like Spidey sense a bit, too. Yeah. 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 Makes for good yeah. fighters. Um, so uh, yeah, they can cast they can cast their consciousness to different worlds and planets and times and all these things, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's, it's a world where it's kind of like that cyberpunk looking world where all these things are possible. You just I mean, everything's Blade other. Runner are these the days. Envoys like human. Yeah, they're full on human. Okay. Everyone, uh, everyone's yeah. human. It, uh, it's just that you can replace your body because you're in a stack and right. you just pop yourself into a new sleeve. It's it's not that. Everything's Blade Runner these days. Everything's always been Blade Runner. Oh, yeah? <laughs> so yeah. What, what kind guess. of sleeve would y'all choose? I mean, well, let's explain the show, and then we'll talk about that after. Um, but, yeah. So, okay. so yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, no, so yeah. far on the... Because I'm four episodes in, so I'll do a little bit. Uh, I feel like the, the character... I was waiting for the character to get a sidekick, first of all. Because that lone wolf aspect of his seemed dangerous as hell. Because uh, from day one, getting into the streets, people have been hunting this dude. Mm. Uh, people shouldn't even know he's alive and they were hunting him. That's the crazy part. Yeah. I feel like uh, leaving right now to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, We didn't even tell you the plot yet. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Shut don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you, you hit the streets so and you, he legit hits the ground running. And it's like he walks out. Like, I mean, the first scene is he walks out. um Shout out to Quasi Thomas, who's from Montreal, who's in the first like five minutes. Um, he's living out in Vancouver. He's been doing shows, CW, and all this stuff, and he's in Altered Carbon, which is pretty dope. Nice. A whole bunch of Canadians actually in it too, so you can tell it's filmed out west. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so he, the, like one of the first things once he gets out of the prison, he's supposed to be brought not the prison, sorry. Once he gets out of the facility where you are sleeved. So his stack is put into a new sleeve. He's supposed to be. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't explain actually. So 250 years ago, he got found by yeah. the other side, and they shot and killed him. Yeah, pretty like bad. They, they, they save they save the stack, but he goes into a prison. Yeah. All right. It just goes into a place where no one can ever touch it. Yeah. And we actually come back to present time. It's 250 years later, and his consciousness has been taken out of his old body and put into a new one. Yeah. Mm. And so I mean, this is this is this is a, he's an Asian Asian Polish or uh, Asian, what's the Polish guy? Yeah, so his name I is Takeshi Kovacs, but he's fully Asian in the first instance you meet him. Yeah, and then Ooh. 250 years later, he's a white dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. And Ooh. it's uh, Joel. It's Joel Kinnaman from uh, RoboCop. And oh, that dude. Uh, 
Suicide the, Squad. And the, he played the and the ki- the killing Suicide Squad. Yeah. That yeah. dude we pooped on. Yeah, we did poop on him. <laughs> we crap on him super hard. I gotta say though, yo, he, he stepped it up. He got ripped. He got ripped. Yo, dude. Oh yeah. Yo, he's like next level toned. It's crazy. Uh-oh. Every time they show him without a shirt on, even I'm just like. Homie, he's that's like, impressive. He's like, put some respect <laughs> on my name. Yo, you do. Put some respect he's on right. My he did. Bro, all Ryan the, wants to go wash his, wash the, his clothes on all those the haters. Abs. All the haters are going to come and watch the show and be like, we stand proudly corrected, <laughs> sir. <laughs> hey, Wendell, hold this. Hold what? These hands, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when you find him 250 years later, this is where uh, Doc was going to go up with it, yeah. Yeah, so he's back, and then when the first thing he does when he gets out is someone picks him up and tells him, oh, I got to take you to meet your boss. Uh, and, like, you think, like, you know, the trip from being picked up to your boss, people might ask you a few questions because it seems like you're getting a cab drive or a limo drive, and you're just like, sure. It turns out that the person who picked him up is a cop who's trying secretly to investigate him. Right. Like, from the jump, this guy is being hassled. (laughs) So, like, you get a sense of, like, how crazy it is that there's no sense of control in his world. He has been brought back from the dead, quote-unquote. He's being pushed into a situation he doesn't understand. He's already being investigated before he's even had the chance to find out what the hell his job is. And how he got out of the... Exactly. He doesn't even know. Who took him out. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know any of this stuff. He's already being questioned. So, I mean, you get get early on, like, something's... This guy's going to be in trouble. There's going to be a lot of people asking a lot of questions, and and it only gets crazier from there. Anyways, you had me at sleeve. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the plot, yeah, we we don't you don't want to give too much away, no, but yeah. yeah, so far everything I've been watching, I don't really have. The only complaint I would have is with the female cop. I feel she's too gung ho. Oh my like god, this thing yes. happens. Yes, they just make them too eager to yes. solve something that isn't even a case yet. Mm. She's just like, I sense there's a problem with this guy. I just know it, and you're like, he is just. He just woke up. How do you know this? Yeah. You know, so he, the whole said, he doesn't you. even know what he's doing. Exactly. 100% <laughs> agree. The character Kristen yeah, so Ortega is the police officer. Yeah. Actress Martha Higareda is the actress. Super great actress. I mean, yeah. she's doing a great job. The only problem is the character is written as being so, like, out to get mm-hmm. you. And no one knows what's going on yet. So seeing someone being so forceful with no en- information available actually just kind of gets annoying because you're just like yo can you calm the f- down for two seconds like or maybe they explain it now like maybe now they gonna... that's, that's what i was gonna say okay, good. um exactly i don't want to get that's why i want doc to talk because i don't want to give away anything so hearing that i know he hasn't really watched the rest of the thing yet no no I, that's <laughs> so, it okay. four episodes in the last thing i found out is she knows the sleeve Oh, okay. That's, That's it. it. But it, I, that yeah, thing, the yeah. episode ends with you finding out that she recognizes the sleeve, but that's it. So I mean, that's fine. I, yeah. I figured there but was you, something. But now, but now you understand her motivation. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to finding out more about her motivation because literally the episode ends with her admitting she's like, "I'll tell you the whole story," and the episode stops. So episode five is, I guess, you find out more information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other things. Yeah, so all that said. B plot though, I want to do a quick B plot. Um, Vernon Elliott, the father, and his daughter Lizzie, super good B plot. I like that it's used in the sense of so Vernon essentially becomes um, Takashi Kovacs' partner. Mm. Um, and remember what I said, it's all about 
kind of creating and manipulating relationships. Mm. So he goes out of his way to manipulate. Mm. I don't. I feel bad saying manipulate, but I guess it is really what he's he doing. Does. Yeah, he is manipulating. He's manipulating Vernon Elliott to work with him because Vernon Elliott is ex-military, knows his stuff. So he's just like, okay. So, but he's an envoy himself, or no? Only on. Oh, actually, that's the other thing. Kovacs, the last envoy. As yeah. we know, as far as oh, we know. But that's what I'm saying. Kovacs is an envoy. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Kovacs okay, is okay, an envoy. Okay, okay. And he meets Vernon Elliott wow. and he needs to use him. The cool. guy has military training and information. Cool, cool, cool. So, and the B plot is Vernon's family, his daughter is dead. Um, her stack, however, has her consciousness, but she was traumatized. So, so, so it's fractured. Yeah. Within her stack, she's like a broken mind. Oh, yeah, well, and that B plot is interesting because Vernon's motivation for everything is he does is trying to save his daughter. Kovac's motivation, uh, Kovac is using that to his advantage to turn Vernon into an ally. Mm. And saying, it makes, "I'll save your daughter if you work with me." Yeah, cool. And, but it makes for I like that relationship they have. I would actually, if this turned into like a series where those two are partners, I would be down to watch that because cool. it's really interesting. That and the hotel. Because the hotels in this world are artificial intelligence. Like, the hotel itself is a building, but it has an artificial intelligence that is represented as a persona. Oh, and okay. the guy so, playing... So, like, that. you walk into the hotel and the bellman, for example, exactly. is a person in front of you, but it's not a real person. It's legit just the AI. Of the but hotel. the AI is everything that's in the wow. hotel. Yeah. Cool. And he kind of turns into, like, not a partner, but, like, a pseudo-partner. Because he's like... I want to be cool with you guys. Uh, so the hotel. Yeah, the hotel is just so like, like the AI. The it hotel, has like its own AI. personality. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. it's pretty funny. The, oh, the, cool. the hotel's like, uh, can I be? <laughs> At one point, he introduces himself as he's like, I'm his partner, and Kovacs like, no, I'm his acquaintance. He's like, no, <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> I'm the proprietary of this hotel. That's correct. Like, like he, he doesn't give him an. He's like, I'm not giving you an inch. You're not getting a mile. Like, you're nothing. You're just an AI. It's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, that's a show. That's uh, altered uh, altered carbon. Very interesting. So watch it. It's it's really good. It's really dope. I love the world it's set in, the way it's filmed, everything about it's definitely very Blade Runner esque. But yeah, I'm down to watch that. Well shot. Well shot. Great acting. Nice. I, I would rate this like right now. You 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 would rate it after watching seven episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Up. What did you rate it? Uh, it cut out for a second. Four, four, four out of five, but that could change if I watched the last episode. Mm, okay. Because <laughs> how many episodes are there? Ten? Like Star Trek. Uh, I think ten, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, Altered Carbon, Hard Sun. Skinny wanted us to talk about Black Lightning real quick. Um, he sent us some notes. But he's not here. So. I know. No, I'm just uh, well, <laughs> but have you watched Black Lightning? <laughs> yeah, I have. I yeah, so we could talk about yeah, Black no, Lightning and which pitch. Um... I mean, it's good. I There's like, like it. Three episodes so far, right? Four episodes. Four, oh. Yeah, uh, I'm a little concerned about um, what they're going to do with the characters. Yeah, because it feels like, uh, and Skinny said it. He's just like, why does he only ever play Black Lightning for f like ten minutes out of an hour? Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's a little. I don't. Sorry, I don't know if you. No, I, go ahead. It's We've a talked about cheesy, it. But I find. You find it campy? Yeah, I find it's campy a bit. Like, it's funny oh, because man. Toby, we said at the beginning we didn't find it, the first episode campy. Are that's, you? Do you feel it's thing. getting campy now too? It's getting. I'm not gonna put the campy title on it like everyone else. I'm just gonna say it's getting a little more melodramatic than I expected it to be. Okay, it's becoming a CW right now, show. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, well, Jazzy it, just though? said it. Jaws D just said it. Said again, homie. It's, it's coming into the fold of the CW. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> He's right. It's becoming. It's, it's starting to fall into its CW structure, which is what pretty people with yeah. problems. Yeah. yeah. Superhero soap opera. 
Yeah. Superhero nine oh two one oh. Are are you are you all caught up? Yeah, I'm all caught up. I you're cutting out again, but yeah, I'm all caught up. Oh, okay, okay. So I, the way the daughter and like her like finding out what her powers yeah. are, I feel like just just that part's cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking about when I said it because I was like, just like her whole like arc is is weird right now. Like, it's, it is weird. Yeah, she's she's just she's just super cool with her new powers like right away and. She's already like training. It's it's so weird. Oh, there's wow. no she's, develop. There's no development. There's no there's no part where she's like, oh my god, what am I? To? Like she's not freaking out. No, no dude, they she's skip over that right away. As soon as she feels the power, loves it. Yeah, yeah she's like, so. yes, finally, I'm going to the junkyard yeah. to break everything. Yeah, she is this, is this yeah. the daughter that like she could make her her Anissa. body dense? Yes, okay. Anissa, the first one. Yeah, because yeah. the other one's yeah. lightning, right? I think so. I can't. The younger one. And the her, younger one's lightning. And her body be dense as hell. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the older one is thunder, and it makes sense that it's the density and the like. She's strong, so yeah. like when she stomps, because in the last episode she stomps and it creates such a like sound mm. that black lightning a couple blocks away thinks an explosion went off. Right. Mm. So that's. I mean, so it makes sense that she's thunder. Yeah, because I, I the way I, I know see. her through is uh, when they redid the. Um, the Outlaws? What mm. was it called? The Outsiders, excuse me. Oh, the comic, books, uh, comic book run, The Outsiders, where uh, uh, Tim Drake is leading up that team and Arsenal's yeah. on it and stuff. And I think she finally graduates from college and she's like, I'm going to be a superhero yeah. part of this and team. And they actually mentioned The Outsiders in the in Black Lightning. Right? Yeah, because it's originally supposed to be uh, Batman leads that team. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like Batman's yeah, team yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. I'm a little... So, Grace Choi, the girl that uh, they introduce who talks about the Outsiders, mm. I mentioned already, it's someone I went to school with, Chantal. Yeah. Um, oh, you know her, the actress? Yeah, it, th- which is, I think, one of the things that is making it hard for me watching the show because I know she's not a comic book geek. So when they introduce the character... <laughs> You're like... <laughs> yeah, when the what? character is introduced with a, a Outsiders comic in her back pocket and <laughs> says, if you're looking about gen- genetic mutations, the Outsiders is right where you should be. In my head, I'm just like, Chantal has never held a comic book in her life. Uh, <laughs> Bless her. That took, you, that took you right out of it. Yeah, that's the problem. It took me right out because I was just like, she doesn't... Liar. You, Liar. You're such a nerd. I am. But yeah, totally. I'll, didn't I'll, really read that. So no. is she supposed to be Katana or something? No. Once again, I'll stack on top of that. She is playing Grace Choi, the character. Problem is, they changed the character completely. Grace Choi in the comic book in The Outsiders is half Amazonian, mm. seven foot tall, redheaded Asian. Oh, woman. that's who she's supposed that's to be. That's who she's Grace Choi. Oh no! And in the in the she's show, such a good character. Yeah, she's an amazing character. Chantal, however, is <laughs> what. Five, five, four. Chantal on the other hand. No, no, but I'm, I'm not saying that in a tiny. bad way. She, but she's a she's a petite Asian woman <laughs> who's supposed to be playing a seven foot tall Amazonian Asian. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. really understand with red hair and with orange red hair. Scared. Maybe they'll have uh, CGI on that. I'm hoping uh, no, because that's, that's the last thing I want. Exactly, because we're already you want, you want as little as possible. Because the show's already feeling campy. You're real seven foot tall. If you're gonna toss Amazonian in a CGI, yeah. Asian. So I, I'm with you. What with what you. what that means to me though is Death and I by snoo snoo. I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna get rid the of 
they're gonna get rid of the character. Yeah, like probably. Grace Choi is not gonna be Grace Choi. She's just gonna be this girl that is into like in passing, and they didn't use. Yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's so many. There's so many things about Grace I Choi. I hate that's when they do that when they ruin a good character. Because like, at that point, don't name her Grace yeah, Choi. She could just yeah. be anyone, right? Make like, her yeah. anyone. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because by making her Grace Choi, first of all, Grace Choi doesn't know her parents. Mm. Or d- doesn't know her parentage. Right. So when in the last episode where she's talking about like Anissa's just like, you ever feel like it's you, you things you can't tell your parents? <coughs> and she's just like, well, you know, I'm bisexual. So that was already something I couldn't really talk to my parents about. She doesn't say it in that detail, but right. that's the that's what you're supposed to get from that scene. And it's just like, oh, OK. But it's just like the maybe, character isn't doesn't have a family like that. Maybe the- maybe she's saying that to seem normal. And she mm. just says it as a throwaway line to not like be like. Okay. Oh, what do you mean you don't know your parents? It's like, oh, I don't want to go through this. That's fair. I don't know. Judging from where we are right now, as opposed to how I felt when I first saw the first episode, I'm losing faith so quick. I know. <laughs> Which the part that shocked me uh, was, Mom and Dad, I'm sleeping with my boyfriend oh this weekend. My yeah. Like, who does that, though? I like, listened to Cress Williams in the podcast, uh, and he talked about filming those scenes. One of the things they're trying to do is they're trying to make it that th- they're every family. And yeah, yeah. as much as we probably like, I never spoke to my mom and dad about how I wanted to. to no, hit but it you for tell the them time. after. Yeah, but <laughs> you I mean, it's too late. Or, but or that's you don't, you do don't have to tell them. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah you don't have to. But if you do, it should be after. <laughs> but the, I think the point yeah. of this is the it's sh- weird when you do it and they. Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like by the way, this this Saturday I'll be sleeping yeah, with right, my boyfriend right. for the first time. But I'll be in before curfew. Yeah. Just thought you should know. Mull that over. That is Her a little weird. Like, but I think what they were trying to do is set up this thing of like, well, teens can, can have these conversations with their parents. And that's where the problem, like Toby was saying, it comes a little after school special campy. Yeah, well, that's it. That's yeah. it. And then he goes, yells at the poor kid. I don't, I don't kid. need all that in my comic like, books. I don't need all that with my yeah. No, yeah, that's it. That's there, it. I think the show... For that, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't even we don't even really need to know their sexual Shade. orientation, really. Shade. That was great. Uh, at the end of the show for that, yeah, yeah. You know, at you the got end, Jessica Jones for that, yeah, yeah. Oh, at the end, but legit, like end every episode would just kind of like in this episode, we want you to think about consent, and it's just like. <laughs> Cool. Thank you for that. <laughs> when you have sex, plan it from days ahead. <laughs> Talk to your parents. Talk to your doctor. Get your get their advice on position. Ask Anyways, your sister uh, to no. help you with it. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was really hoping Anissa would have been here so I could she could have backed me up. Why like, would you want your sister and your parents there to talk about how you're planning to I think bang because she because she came out to them so she yeah it's she so, meant it in that sense but still would have been weird. Still weird yeah, yeah, I I you know like I wouldn't have wanted one of my older siblings there it's if a new I was, age i don't know <sighs> CW. everyone's everyone's upfront about everything you know what though skinny, no but your younger siblings would have been worse though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but skinny made one point and one point that i agree with skinny's point is the only reason he watches the show and it's the only reason i watch a show crondon crondon is killing it as tobias whale he is he's doing such a good job so he's also not dude, about yeah. a henchman and a lackey, if it turns out, though. He's yeah, sorry? to Jill Scott. To Lady Eve? Is that yeah, Jill Scott, actually? Yeah, it yeah. is. But, no, 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 but, I mean, whether or not he's a lackey, Do he's still like, doing a good job. Yeah, he is, he is. I feel like they should have waited for that. It just didn't make sense why you needed her in this so I, early. I like how they did it, though, because they explained it. That whole really? scene, so in the last episode, that whole scene they have where she's, like, draining the blood from somebody's crotch weird scene by the way 
um, on like a table. She's like at a morgue and she's just like sticking a tube into a person who's alive. And she's sticking the tube into what appears to be their crotch area. Mm. And the guy is like. Like a a catheter. Yeah. And she's just like pumping it as she's talking. You're like, you're sick. In any case. Why I like that scene? You got a background. Watch that right now. <laughs> you got a background on Crondon explaining the only reason people respected him is because he took out Black Lightning, right. which was a really important establishing story to his character. And the fact that he didn't take out Black Lightning is now putting his position into question. Yeah, his whole like yeah. And that's why I like that scene. Lady Eve is part of that collective of people who are higher up who manage business. And Tobias Whale, who was a politician who fell from grace, had to prove himself to the underground to come up as a as a like uh, a villain, as a a man on the street. And the way he did it was by taking out Black Lightning, which he never actually did. And that's why like that's why that scene seemed interesting to me. Mm. But that's it. Okay. That was the only I, I, good I, I, scene in that episode for me. Everything else was a toss away. Yeah, everything else was definitely a toss away. Yeah, I didn't like it. I I I, I fell asleep. I almost oh, no. fell asleep twice. Oh no! That episode. That's that's, that's a huge. Yeah. That's a huge gauge for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to go back to Khalil's point about having your sibling talking about your younger sibling talking about. It's like, man, I don't want to know if my younger sibling is like beating me in the race and then laughing me on top of that. Like about, if they were like talking to their parents about, uh, oh, hey, you know, I'm going to go sleep with my boyfriend. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait, you're way young. How are you getting like, how are you getting laid? Oh, you're talking about in real life, not in the show. Because no, no, Anissa's no, already been sleeping <laughs> with no, people. No, it would be funny. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah, be, really, be a really funny no, plot point. What, what I meant is like you said in front of your younger siblings, because I have, I have younger siblings, but they're much younger. So like I was grown and they were still kids. And then I'd come yeah. home with stuff like that, and they'd be like, "Callie has a girlfriend." Callie, has a you know what I mean? Yeah. And like running around, like doing stuff like that. And you're just like, uh, I could just imagine like <laughs> yeah. that topic coming up in front of much younger siblings would be quite hilarious. Kind yeah, of I mean, mom, dad, I'm gonna sleep with my boyfriend. She's gonna sleep with my boyfriend. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, as a CW, telling people at school and stuff. Oh, as a CW show, it's almost gonna feel like it's gonna get to that point. Because it, it like that's where like the show's getting campy in that way. I just I just feel bad for that poor kid that was supposed to sleep with her because all he ever did was talk about sleeping with a girl his whole life and then got shot in the spine. Oh, the oh, character the ability oh. to walk. That's true. Yeah. The only thing that character did. If I'd be like I that I like Black Lightning would be my arch nemesis at that point. Like the the principal that came to like cock block me. <laughs> Like before, I got shot in the spine. Would be the person I hated like the most. That sounds the like, rest of my life. That after sounds that. like a verse of uh, an Alanis Morissette song. Ironic. <laughs> it's ironic. But yeah, I mean, his story where he got shot and now Tobias Whale is trying to turn him into like one of the main uh, anti-Black Lightning characters, yeah. who would, as a public figure, would help bring down Black Lightning in people's eyes. Like Batman but, versus Superman, that dude that's Yeah, like, it, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. The guy who's just like, Superman ruined my life. Yeah. And, yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird writing. I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure where they're going with it or why they're doing it this way, but we'll see. I mean, that's that's what it is. Uh, Toby, you wanted to talk about Clover De- Cloverfield Paradox? Uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much because it just came out. I, I <laughs> um, saw so it. I'll, I'll give people a chance. I'll say this. I think it sucked. That's all I have um, to say. I, I, I honestly, I feel like, yes. Yeah. It wasn't great. <laughs> it doesn't totally suck, but there was nothing enticing in it for as an audience. Yeah. Because it actually, all it does is tie up loose ends. Yeah. 
in the sense that you so the first movie that we were introduced to cloverfield is based on like we meet these uh i guess they're not teens but this these people in their 20s partying yeah and one of them is going away or something right yeah and then all of, all of a sudden monsters attack and the whole movie is about monsters attacking these seemingly normal people yeah second movie comes out and you find yourself at some point after the first cloverfield movie where yeah. this girl is trapped is trapped in a bunker with some old dude played by john goodman for some reason and so like you're starting to get okay so monsters attack so now this whole earth is destroyed and everyone's doing their own thing and hiding from aliens and just all these things happening <laughs> yeah and then this and then this movie now is sort of like the prequel to those two is it a prequel i didn't even know they made a it second is a prequel. one yeah, this, they made a nah, second one. Yeah, yeah. So this is second a prequel. One's actually, second one's actually really good, by the way. This oh, one's cool. weird nah, because no, no, remember no. the the name of it is uh, Paradox. Yeah, so, so, I gotta go. So I got too sequel. much to watch. It's a sequel sorry, or a prequel? prequel, in a se- prequel. Sorry, sorry, it's a prequel in the sense that like, uh, I guess, I don't want to get okay. You know what? I'll just say I'll stay as vague as possible. I was just gonna say it's it explain it, it explains how it happened in the in the first place. Okay, how the aliens and the beasts and the monsters ended up on Earth to begin with. If you actually think that, yeah, that's why I say it doesn't suck. It actually ties up. You're like, oh, so that's how. See, I didn't know that. I thought Clover Cloverfield Paradox. I thought at the when you see the monster in the movie for the first time, I was just like, oh, there's monsters. But so everything that happened. (laughs) No, because I mean it's monsters. Yeah, because I mean it's Cloverfield. I see where they. I see where they lost you by the way. No, no, but at the beginning of this movie, yeah, they're like they're on a earth where like people are starving they need to find solution for energy right yeah so you actually so you actually think it's still happening at the same yeah. time as the current. but it's not it's actually before it happened oh. people are utilized so the party yeah. that we saw was just again people living their own lives but at the same time there's a crisis of like low energy and soon the earth is going to run out of this and this i was going to say how did they have a party in the first one when they establish in this movie that there's like no resources like where are you partying? Like they couldn't yeah. even they couldn't even get remember when they went to the gas station and they're just like, that's the fourth power outage today. Like Oh, but okay. that's but that's in the so that's in the UK, by the way. So we don't know how bad it is in the States, right? Oh the yes, that's true. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. This one starts in the UK, right? True, 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 true. It does. It does okay. take place in the UK. So, so they actually they shoot a bunch of scientists up in the rocket to kind of find a new <laughs> source of energy. <laughs> Wait, something also do you feel they explain how this source of energy was going to work because i never no, they, didn't, un- they didn't feel they didn't feel they didn't feel the need to Re- okay so you don't they never Mem- remember how in the original star wars <laughs> that's, movie that's they, don't, as it is. they don't really explain the force just the force is all around us no but just that's take our different. word for it the for- take, our, shh, take our word no, for it. the force the force comes across as like almost like a mythical magic in the in star wars mm-hmm. so you're kind of okay with it but this one legit the whole premise of the first part of the movie is they're trying to do something with something to make energy, but they to never, yeah, they never explain uh, it. So the whole time I'm watching, never. I'm just like, I don't understand what they're doing here. Like, what are, what yeah. are you, you're trying to make energy. How? Explain a little bit of the science to me. You're just, you're just <laughs> all on a space station. They, they probably don't have the science down packed to do that. And then also on top of it, as soon as you start putting technobabble in your stuff, you're, you, yeah, you don't have enough wait, confidence in so, your, so in your the people first, the, watching the main, it. The main character that we meet in the trailer and in the movie, yeah. the girl, um, when we first meet her, we find out she's like the scientist and astronaut and they want her to go to space, but she's not sure if she wants to go at all because she has this guy that she's with, apparently, and she doesn't want to leave him, but he's telling her, go, like, the, you know, uh, I may need you now, 
but none of this might be here in a few years. Whereas yeah. if you go now, you get more time type thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but then all of a sudden, she's already in the spaceship. Next scene. Yeah. So there's no like. There's a lot <laughs> there's of no, stuff they don't like really that. Try. They don't really like. Exp- they don't feel the need to show us how she gets there or even explain the science behind the technology, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't want to give too much away for those who haven't seen it. I'm just gonna say this: it does. If you're actually interested in seeing how this whole world and universe of Cloverfield started, mm-hmm. I would say to watch this for that sole fact that it actually, if you look at it the way I just explained it, ties up the loose ends and tells you how this all started. So the next movies now are all just going to show you different things happening at different times. Um, what I don't understand though, and I'm a little confused about, so my theory might actually just be completely thrown out the window, or they might be saying this is something that's happened before, but the fourth movie is called Overlord, supposedly. Yeah. Um, going to take place in World War II. Okay. Yeah, so that's the point. They I'm not, lost I'm not... me at hello. <laughs> so that part. You lost me at Clover. You lost me at Clover. That's, that's exactly. Don't go outside. You, lo- you lost me so, after okay, the Super not, Bowl. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you're done watching the Super that's Bowl? Well, this, this movie's out. Yeah. Wait, Cloverfield? When was that coming out? Boom, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Go, go watch it. I got to hey, say, that Par- was smart Par- marketing. Mount- yeah, Paramount was having issues. They didn't like Paramount didn't like this version of the movie at all, by the way. Of course not. It's a horrible uh, movie. Netflix sorry. Netflix was like, hey, we can get viewers. Uh, sorry, right? Tobes, you so completely cut out. A bit of a, oh, sorry. Could I can you hear me now? Go, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, so pretty much Netflix was like, Hey, if you guys don't really like this, we like it for our network. We'll give you fifty, the movie cost you forty, here's a bit of a profit. Distribution, a bunch of things on the side, but Netflix was it just worked made sense for them to carry this one and the fourth one now would probably go be out in theaters and they'll probably put more money behind it that's weird i'm, I'm gonna tell you because right now one. that marketing for netflix is super cheap oh, after yeah. after the oh, super bowl immediately kidding? after the yeah. super bowl that was genius that was genius yeah. that was mad. That, that's exactly why they did it but the, th- the people thing- are gonna go watch cloverfield yeah <laughs> you know the, the thing for me and yeah they have the they have the license for the other two movies on netflix right because the the first and the second yeah. one are on there. Yeah, so I mean, it's smart in the sense that you pay $50 million so that you get people online watching all three. Because I'm going to yeah. re-watch them now yeah. to try and understand. Yeah, exactly. It's, the only problem is it really yeah. isn't a good movie. Like, I don't think it's well done story. Even with you telling me that now, no, it's not. I still don't think it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Knowing that it's a prequel, quote-unquote. I mean, yeah, that's why I said it's not great. It doesn't t- totally suck in the sense that you actually do get some answers if you actually re- if you yeah. noticed it, and I did. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Okay. Um, Jaws D Metroid Seamus Returns 3DS hit me. Yeah. So this is a remake of uh, Metroid Two on the Game Boy, mm-hmm. which came out. Uh, ooh boy, uh, early '90s, I think, okay. if I remember right. So this is basically takes place after Metroid One. Uh, Samus is tasked with a, a mission to uh, uh, find the Metroid planet planet and get samples of them and destroy all the ones she can. And so as you're going throughout uh, this whole uh, game, you're encountering different uh, evolutions of the Metroid creature. And it's pretty fun. Uh, I thought I was like kind of almost done with the game. And I'm like, no, wait, this is um, only 25%. And mm. I think I'm roughly halfway. And I have a, like a good majority of her power-ups. So I'm just like, I thought I was almost done. This is weird. Like, I have almost everything. Uh, But it's really fun. Um, The new feature to have in this game is uh, when you have your little power-ups and stuff, when you get your energy Mm -hmm. and all that, it comes to you. Like, you have to get, you just have to walk near it. You don't have to walk into it. And uh, another new thing is um, 
she has like a counter move so sometimes bad guys and bosses will have a timed animation and they'll set off like a little thing and they'll, they'll blink and they'll jump at you and then you can like smack them away and then shoot them for like uh maximum efficiency kind of hit um and some other interesting and cool things uh, the only th- one thing I don't like about this game, the backgrounds look really cool, mm-hmm. but it just looks like you're you're walking around the same areas, and the the colors of it is different. It doesn't really Ugh. feel like different actual yeah, yeah, areas, yeah. and like um, a Flintstone looping scene when they're running. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just that they're changing. Mm-hmm. They're just at, at putting a different filter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I see that. I mean, like I the music's that, good. That was one of my favorite games growing up. Super Metroid. Metroid. Was it Super um, Metroid for which Super one was Nintendo? The one on Game Boy. Uh, that's uh, Metroid Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. one? The one on regular, like big chunky Game Boy or Game Boy Advance? No, no, Game Boy Advance. Oh, yeah. so then that's uh, Metroid Fusion or Metroid Zero Mission. Hmm. Oh, this man knows. Yeah, I don't Metroid. remember. He really does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, mean, he knows I, exactly. I, would, I just remember. Mm-hmm. Go on. I just remember I couldn't put it down. It's like you unlock levels. You got to be smart. Like, you got to figure out where. Like, is there something chasing you in that super- game? No. No. Okay, so that might be zero mission then. Game no. crack. Yeah, it might be zero mission. Yeah. <laughs> I like how accurate you can be. Is there something chasing you? Yeah. yeah. Was the sky purple <laughs> in the third the, scene because, of your fourth fight? Because in uh, Metroid Fusion, um, she ladies gets, and gentlemen, game genie impersonator. <laughs> Seriously. Because <laughs> in Fusion, basically, uh, she gets infected with a virus, and the only thing that could save her is like the Metroid yeah. thing, uh, the, the Metroid same. gene kind of thing. Oh, the gene. And then what happens is the virus kind of replicates. And becomes her with all of her powered up stuff. So she's like, it's like a zombie version of Sam with all of her stuff, and it's just constantly, it's constantly chasing you. So you're like, as soon as it appears, you're like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta get out of here, and you're trying to hide and yeah. not die. And then huh. you you finally get powerful enough to come back and fight it. I literally have never played Metroid. Oh, it's really fun. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, if you I can, yeah, but it's fun. I, I mean, people have always told me it's an amazing game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know one thing. People always say pick whenever I play Super Smash. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> people always told me. I, I mean, the one thing I know about it is that when people found out it was a girl, they're just like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And then that's it. Well, because their yeah, big their it. big inspiration was Aliens, obviously. Yes, I heard. So, yeah. uh, you know, so you're basically Ripley, and even even one of the did bosses she, is named get, Ripley. Does she get revealed as a girl in Zero Mission? She gets revealed like if you speed run the first game for Nintendo, uh, and then depending on how fast you beat that game. Uh, she'll take off her. She'll 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 say bye to you, and she'll have her full armor on. Uh, afterwards, she'll take off her helmet, and you'll see her hair, and she'll say bye to you. And then uh, the last, if you beat it really fast, then she'll have none of her armor on, and just say bye to you, and she'll be like in a leotard or something. Mm, and weird. so, <laughs> and so that happens with the other games. The no, faster you play. beat them, the the more like she's like hey bye, and I don't right, have my helmet but on. on. But then I remember on the cover, I remember on the cover of the one I played, she was a, like they tell you she's a girl. So I think after a while they just made it a. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably thing, zero mission. Sure then. Yeah, they, they like yeah, they, so at that's that point. Played, yeah. yeah, it's they pretty, pretty much tell you at this point like yeah, it's clearly a girl, and everyone's like yeah, yeah, she's badass. Yeah, go with it. <laughs> Ripley. Okay, guys, that uh, that is view the right thing we've I gone got, through. I got I got a couple shows. Oh yeah, sorry man, go ahead. I get, um, actually, have y'all seen um the Good Place? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all cut up. So yeah, I just binged through right through that, and uh, like, I it's really kind of charming. Yeah, it's fun actually. Like, it's it's just it works your imagination a lot. Like, I really like the the whole idea of the uh, of the afterlife and stuff. Uh, just to give people a um, 
uh, a bit of uh, a bit of knowledge on it. Uh, it's uh, it's what it's Kristen Bell and yeah, uh, Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. Yeah. And um, it's Kristen Bell wakes up and she's in the afterlife and Ted Danson is the angel Michael. And uh, and he tells her, "Look, you're well, he's dead. not the angel. Well, Michael. whatever. His he name is, is Michael. His yeah. name is Michael, and they le- he leads them to believe that he's the angel Michael, or we're led to. He's an architect to, for, to, for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's the architect for like when he explains to her, you died. Um, uh, you're in the good place because yeah. there's a bad place, and uh, each each person that goes to the good place gets gets a, in a neighborhood that's yeah. perfectly blah blah with 300, 321 people or something, something like that. Yeah, people." And everyone gets a soulmate, and everyone blah blah, and it's all happy, and uh, and so that's the premise, and it's her going through the afterlife, but she doesn't belong there. No, is yeah, what, uh, is what she thinks because she she's, uh, she's mistaken. Elaine Hellstrom or something. Yeah, Shellstrom. Yeah, she, Shellstrom. Yeah. She thinks she's someone. Like she thinks. Like, well, she they knows think, they that think she's, she's someone else. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they they're think like, she's like a humanitarian lawyer. Yeah. But she was really this terrible person. Yeah. Horrible person. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like the show. I think season one, the reveal at the, the way they revealed it was really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah season yeah, really two fun. has been like the bouncing back and forth has been pretty crazy. Yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. pretty intense with season two. It is, though. It is. Because yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's starting to mind fuck you. A yeah. Little yeah. Bit. Like you're every like, episode. You're just yeah. like, wait, who's on whose side? And. Yeah, like and now with the last when with the last with the judge and stuff yeah. like that, like it's it's getting interesting. So yeah, I would say I I would recommend people yeah. check it out. And the other show I've been checking out, I saw I watched uh, I think I watched the whole thing actually. It's called Taboo. Okay. Uh, it's with Tom Hardy. Okay. It's okay. kind of like um, it's like a hundred years before Peaky Blinders, in in England kind of thing. Okay. Um. So it's but it's he's not like, playing. No, he doesn't. No, it's not. Pe- oh, okay. It's not Peaky Blinders. It's just like that's because he's. The era. I know he's in Peaky Blinders. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's kind of like uh, he's the son of some shipping magnate that like used to own ships and stuff like that. They thought he was dead, but he comes back he as the a- heir of Africa or something. Yeah, the whole exactly. Time? He's yeah. in Africa, and he comes back as the heir to this shipping magnate who's not uh, who's not in favor with uh, the West India Corporation or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and like kind of battles them, and uh, and all kind of weird stuff happens because seeing as he was in Africa and he had all these voodoo stuff or whatever the yeah. whatever they did like he's connected like, with yeah. the savages yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i am sure that's what and they he's, say and he's metis right so his mom's like half native or something oh really yeah. oh interesting okay yeah yeah, yeah. and uh tom and his, hardy's playing a metis yeah and his dad uh owns some part of uh, vancouver that's super important to the canadian american border dispute that's that's happening at that time like okay they're, they're mapping out you know the border between yeah. canada and the states or whatever and uh, yeah, it's really. Also, crazy. the show's like, set. Yeah. Where's the show set, though? It's set in England. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's just that you know, at some point that. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's because it's all about this plot of land that he owns that's super controversial because it's like right on the border and whoever owns it really controls access to Asia and like blah blah blah. And he owns it, yeah. and the Americans and yeah. the Canadians are fighting yeah. over and it. And he wants to have be a, he wants to have a tea monopoly and just like own. He just wants to be a really rich dude or whatever. Well, yeah. So it's like, but they want that too. Interesting. So, so it's all about how how he's gonna so get out of that. Is it like a three way battle over it? Like, yeah, kind of. Because okay. like they want it, he wants it, and then like he has to, he has he has to figure out like who's who's how he's gonna how he's gonna get out of England without getting killed by by the <laughs> you know yeah. by the king yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So he's using the king against the East India Corporation, and he's using the East India Corporation against the king, and so on and so forth. But I gets himself into some pretty precarious situations too. Okay, okay. is that it? But yeah. Good, uh, good show. So, good, good place and taboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, 
So, yeah, those are all the the View the Right Things. Those are all the shows, guys. Check them out. Geektastic Cypher. We're going into our last segment right now. So, yeah. Geek News and Rumors. Toby, hit us. First on the docket. <laughs> um, actually, let's start with the Deadpool news real quick here. Did you guys watch the trailer? I watched the trailer. Yes. I didn't no, I get didn't the the Thanos references. So I, there were a couple there were a couple references, and I knew they were going to make some sort of reference to the fact that he plays two characters in two separate Marvel universes. Did you really feel that? Okay, I'll let you mention what the references are, and then I'll ask you the question. Yeah. So there's a scene. Uh, let me just actually bring it up here. Yeah. So Wade. Obviously, Deadpool goes yeah. up to Cable and he's like, I've, I've got the stones to help you. See, so that uh, one I get, and I think that's a reference. I believe that one. Right. And, and then, and the, then the other one, one was, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, it's in reference to the post-credits of Age of Ultron, where where Thanos realized that like no one could do the job. So he's like, I'll do it myself. That's the, that's what he says at the end of. See that one, I don't uh, feel is a reference because everyone says I'll do it myself. But like, they could, I could see them purposely doing I that. Mean, but I mean, it, like, if you're gonna make a reference to Thanos, you're gonna say something more iconic for Thanos than. But what has he done so far? What, what yeah, do you exactly. Mean? <laughs> what is, that, what, is, what is He's Thanos only appeared really... in like a couple, a handful of scenes. Yeah, but guys, he hasn't yeah. done much. Everyone says. I could do it myself. It's not a Thanos line. But, I mean, but it's what, something but, said literally by people on a daily basis. But one, <laughs> but one thing I could see them purposely saying that, and like Disney would be like, "Oh, you can't say that about our stones." It's like, "Well, stones, whatever, you know." And then, "Oh, well, what about what about this line?" It's like, "Well, everybody says that." Like it could be them kind of like, "Ah, uh, not touching you, Disney. Not touching you. Not touching you. I'm not touching." But here, 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 here's, I here's why I say that because in the in the in the Avengers movies, yeah. Thanos literally is thinking, no one else can do this. I'll do it myself. And then in the scene in the trailer where like they're showing Deadpool, uh, Cable, and Deadpool is like, well, he's talking about the CGI and how the CGI is not done. In his arm, and he's like, and he's like, well, since no one else can do it, fuck it, I'll do it myself. Mm. Literally the same sort of. Maybe it's reaching. Maybe maybe it's reaching. Because I read the article, but I I choose to believe. I wish I I could tie break, but I haven't seen the. Yeah, because I read the article and I was just like, okay, I I told the Stones one, totally get that. It fits the Deadpool sense of humor with the reference to the Infinity Stones. Like, that one makes perfect sense. But when I read the other one about, like, oh, I'll do it myself, it really was like they hadn't done the CGI. He's watching it and he goes, I'll do it myself. And I was just like, okay. I don't see how that's. <laughs> and so it's a I, double I, I entendre. It's two jokes for the price that. of one. Maybe. Uh, the um, Terry Crews note, though, tra- is that really the, Terry Crews? Sorry, one second. One second. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it is. But the tra- the trailer itself doesn't really like give much no. away, so you don't really know much about the story yeah, or anything. You just see a lot of shooting them up. You see the characters. They show them once or twice, quick flashes, but nothing but shoot them up. Bang, yeah. Bang. Same it's as gonna be great. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so there's a scene where they show Domino and some people in her crew, and Terry Crews is one of them. Yeah, okay, I didn't know because it looks like Terry Crews, but it's so fast that even when I try to pause it in 4K, I still couldn't tell <laughs> that that was Terry Crews. Like I paused it well, in 4K, picture, and I'm like, of it paused. <laughs> one one thing I did. Yeah, so I don't know what his role is, or but he's probably expendable. Oh, no pun intended. Uh... Uh... 
Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Josh, what were you saying? Well, I was going to say one thing I liked is when um, Deadpool is playing with the toys. <laughs> yeah, and then funny. in the background on the left-hand side, you see a chunky kind of kid with the orange uh, hoodie. Yeah. And that's supposed to be one of the characters in the movie. Oh, okay. Like okay. That's that's a reference to like, uh, I think he was, that actor was in uh, Beyond the Wilder People. So uh, Taiko Waititi's second movie that he did oh, okay. in um, New Zealand. And that character, I think he's supposed to be like, has some kind of pyrokinesis or something like that. Is he so, the one giving the middle finger? Yes, in the show? That, okay. that's who it's supposed to be. <laughs> like, that literally, supposed to be that kid, this oh, fat, cool. chunky kid. And he's just like, a, this like egg looking cool, toy. Cool. All right. And uh, Doc, you want to pop up the poster for Venom on the screen for them, real quick? Yeah, sure. Uh, Is this actually so real? The poster. Yeah, I never believed the, yeah, these things the are real. Poster, that is real, though. Oh, okay. So the poster for the Venom movie uh, was released today. Comes out tomorrow, so we don't really know what the story is about yet. Um, I did not know this was trailer season, though. Yeah, uh, it is. I think the tra- I think the poster sucks. Like, I don't. What is it? I wish they kind of did the Venom name, like looking more like his teeth. Because then that would make more or, sense, or 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 like the actual face. Because all this is, and for those listening, we'll post this on the website uh, on our page. Um, but all it is is literally just a black page with what looks like cum stains sliced like on on both sides. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's literally he's not it's supposed to be Man, venom's you're so eyes. Mad. You're so mad. It's yeah. supposed to be venom's eyes, but it literally looks like because now I'm thinking about Will Smith again. <laughs> 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 Because <laughs> callback. Because like Spider Man's eyes are, don't have that, and I get it. It's don't because it's, that symbiote. it's the symbiote, so they're, they're not like perfectly yeah. round. Right. But this looks right. like crap. <laughs> no, no. Also, if terrible. you're gonna do a symbiote properly, instead of making it perfectly symmetrical mirror image for the eyes, they should be a little bit different on each side. That would make it a little bit better. But because symmetry equals beauty, they made it perfectly symmetrical, which makes it boring. Yeah. Also, the font they use for Venom is ugly, and the chrome is stupid. Yeah, I don't it's a waste the of our time. I don't know. Why it's a waste of all our times. <laughs> Brian's like hating it from jump. <laughs> they do. No, I'm not even seeing like, the movie. This movie, if this movie turns out. If this movie turns out good, I'll be shocked because I'm right. going in there hating. And I fuck know. Tom Hardy too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I, I think it's a bad idea. I it's do. a terrible idea. Uh, so, uh, moving on, uh, yeah. we got news yeah. not too long ago. Johnson was getting his own Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. yeah. And now they've handed. They've handed the keys to another Star Wars trilogy to the creators of Game of Thrones. I I just don't understand. So make, make all the Star Wars. Hands Everything is Ryan Star Wars. Ryan Johnson's hands. But uh, so, so so apparently it's it's a separate. It's not the same trilogy that they're giving to Ryan. Ryan yeah. still has his. So uh, the Game of Thrones showrunners um, David Benioff and DB Vice. Yeah. Are gonna write and produce their own separate series, and we don't know what that one's gonna be about now. And they're really. Uh, so that means we are guaranteed now at this point at least seven more Star Wars movies, right? Because right. we uh, maybe let's put eight. Yep. You have Solo, mm. you have nine for the Skywalker uh, um, yeah. saga. You're then going to have the Ryan Johnson yeah. trilogy, mm. and because they call this a series, I'm going to assume three, yeah. because a series isn't one. With yeah. Solo, you mean? No, no, but this, no, this, 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 this the, the David Benice. It's, it's another trilogy. I believe, yeah, because they haven't said trilogy. They just said series of films. But yeah. I'm gonna assume we're looking at a trilogy. Or well, could they it just can't be- call them trilogies anymore because they don't write them like mm-hmm. before making them. 
Yeah. They'll just write one, make it, write another one, make it. So you know what I mean? You don't even know what's gonna happen in the next yeah. one. Maybe it's just so like there's another... no story arc that binds the three movies. So therefore it's the Fast and the Furious, really. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's another set of uh solo movies, like like standoff, like a singles. A singles, uh, single one off movie. No one asked for a solo movie. <laughs> I know, right? One hundred. The only thing saving the solo movie <laughs> is the fact that there's secretly a Lando movie in there, and that's all that people <laughs> yeah. want to see. Because yeah, exactly. Childish Gambino looks dope AF yeah. as Yo, Lando. Right? And we all I hope know he raps. So that's a that's a good that's <laughs> a good segue to the next to the next uh, next topic. Yep. Here. Did you guys watch the solo uh, trailer? Yeah, I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I liked what it. What about you, Killer? What'd you think of it? Yeah, you know, um, I have zero expectations, and also <laughs> I have been completely dashed by the Last Jedi. So like, I don't even know how much I'm a Star Wars fan anymore. So I'm open to anything. I'm like, Ooh. I'm like, I'm like the Star Wars people that are new fans now that they're like, I don't see anything wrong with the movie. And like, yeah, of course, I'm with them now. So you know, like, <laughs> so, so they can't, I, they can't ruin the me only twice. Thing I, <laughs> the only thing I can add to that now is, I'm a big, I love Star Wars. Yeah. I realized though after Rogue One came out, I know a lot of people loved Rogue One. I get why it's I a good story. Rogue it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't stay. It didn't. It didn't convey. It just didn't hit me. It's almost like maybe knowing that they were going to die to begin with just ruined my whole experience. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I liked that sort of saved it for me was seeing Darth Vader at the end. The rest right. of it, I yeah. didn't care. So that leads me to say my own opinion and bias is the fact that I think I only like related stories. Uh, Jedi-related yes. stories? Yeah. When, when it comes to Star Wars, yes. Because yeah. I don't yeah, care for I agree a Han Solo or a Rogue One or any of the TIE Fighters or none of that. That's just a regular movie at the end of the day. It's, hmm. The only thing I like about Star Wars is the whole Jedi mythology. Okay. If you take that out of the story, you lost me. Yeah, I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. Rogue One, but I agree with what Toby so, said. I mean, I'm I'm of the mind that I actually want less Jedi stuff because we've gotten, at this point, we're going to be at nine Jedi-based yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready for you to expand the universe a That's little right. bit. I, I've seen the younglings. I'm Jedi'd out. The younglings, yeah. the younglings. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The younglings are the young Jedi yeah. from the prequels. I'm kind of like, so, all right, like so you, you keep that, telling. I know, I know Doc. Go on. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, you know, we've had years and years of Jedi stories, mm-hmm. and you keep telling us this universe is nice and rich, and everyone that writes for it is awesome. Da, da, da. So why not explore everything else? There's yeah. a bunch of other stuff you could be telling. That's the thing. For me, nine movies where you've covered the beginning, yeah, the but middle, it's, and it's end. It's about the Force, though, right? So it's just No, like... that's the point. It's not only about the Force. Those nine movies cover that aspect of it. Make other stories, though. Like, I, I'm oh, do- Jabba the Hutt's the, like, the big, big yeah. boss of the underworld. Like, don't make more movies. Elaborate more in the movies you're currently making. Like just like, answer, but that's what they did. Rogue One is an elaboration on. Yeah, Rogue One is an elaboration, but like I'm just saying, like if you look at the current, if you want the the thing they call trilogy, yeah, it's like, it's like they don't they don't talk about enough stuff. Like who's who's Kanja Club? Who are the Praetorian Guard? Who nah. is um? You know what I mean? Snoke. Who are you know? Who is everyone? Like, why do we care about this? I'm down this with right movies now? that cover that stuff with less of a Jedi lean yeah well if they did would you be okay with that my favorite my favorite star wars is uh episode two Mm -hmm. because obi-wan's out in the galaxy exploring you're seeing planets you're seeing stuff yeah and it's not really necessarily about the jedi although the cool part is all the jedi show up at the end and that's what we always all wanted to see Mm -hmm. but um but still yeah go ahead 
And can I say one thing? I would also like to see a better villain story than the prequels. I'd love to see a villain from the dark side have his own trilogy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm down with a Sith trilogy. Or at least his I, arc. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Like the way in I Rebels. Mean, a, a better arc than, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Than Snoke. No, not Snoke. The Snoke other... didn't even get an arc. No, no, I mean um, Darth Anakin. Vader's. Yeah, Anakin's arc is kind of. You know yeah, of course. Arc arc. You know whose arc was really cool was um, Darth Maul. After yes. with the exactly. with his stuff in Come Clone on, Wars and his time. stuff in like well it always comes know? up because they actually continued his story afterwards yeah. and gave it to writers for the animated series who wanted to utilize yeah. the character and he had better. so much depth yeah. in it like yeah. it was really he has cool. a brother he's he's like possessed not possessed but he he's obsessive about what he wants to yeah. do and yeah. he just can't get over that Obi Wan chopped him in yeah. half he's like yeah. never gonna you know forgive him for that. No Nor should he. Much, like, huh? <laughs> Nor should he. Someone cuts me in half and I can come back. I'm taking that ass out. I, you know, I'm ag I agree with you. You're like, <laughs> I was going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for me, for the movies, I, I don't need a, a solo movie if you want to make one. The only thing I'm interested in seeing is Lando because I think Lando well, looks dope. I think, I think the big problem with the Han Solo movie is that... We have Guardians of the Galaxy, where they're all Han Solo. True. So we kind of don't need a Han Solo Preach. movie, yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the problem. <laughs> We've made everybody the asshole of space. You should just <laughs> mic drop right now, because that, that is the perfect fucking point. Well, I mean, everyone's already made that point with Guardians of the Galaxy 1, but then 2, and then, like, like it's just... We already have a bunch yeah. of stories about Guardians, assholes in space. Guardians yeah. really is the story of Han Solo yeah. set in the Marvel universe. True, That's true. true, man. I never. I, if other people have made that point before you, yeah, yeah. kudos to you for being the one to introduce me because now I'm just gonna say Jaws D told me that because <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't. I, I I got that from somewhere else, but I do know that. That's the probably that's why we're not super excited for a Han Solo movie. Like, I'm really not. You know, like I if, really if there was no Guardians of the Galaxy, but oh man, Han Solo, oh man, he died. Oh my god, oh my god, I would have yeah. known everything. I'm on like, Han Solo. What, also, do we need a prequel when we already know how he dies? Like, I don't need his beginning yeah. and end. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. my that's my reason for not really yeah. caring about Rogue that's One. That's the truth. And I, that's if I remember truth. about what? Sorry, Rogue One. Like oh, Rogue One. Because you no. Okay. You, okay. You already know. But yeah. yeah, Rogue One you already know, but it's fun because it's like a story within a story. It's like that one thing in episode if, one when they're like, when the, I mean in episode four when they're like, yeah. you, many people died for this information. Yeah. And then it's like the story of that if, of that one th yeah. line they said, you know? Because if I remember right, I was talking with Proto Man about Rogue One and he was like, he, he's kind of disappointed that Rogue One exists now because that means Shadows of the Empire is gone and that was another story that told you mm. how they got that info, I think. But no, yeah. I, think, no I, I don't think so. Because I, mean, I think that happened in between I Return of the Jedi. Uh, not Return of the Jedi. Before Return of the Jedi and uh, Empire. My, my thing is more... Uh, I could be wrong. People can hold on to the expanded universe as much as you want. Yeah, but it's dead. It's over. Disney like, killed it. It's over, I mean, yeah. it sucks, but guys... But they like, can go back to that pool. Yes, they can. They can. They're legends. They can pick their out. They're obviously not going to because, like, by the way, the by the way, they're making movies. Like, they're not going anywhere near that. Mm. They're trying to make it. They're trying to make it way more mainstream, mm. and they're trying to make it way more. They're trying to get that money. Yeah, they're just trying to get that that everyone vibe. Like that Disney of money. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. It's when it's like when Bob Dylan stopped playing folk music and started playing rock and roll, and his fans were like, but everyone else was like, oh, this. Yeah, this is or like Metallica. When they came out with a uh, with like Enter Sandman album, 
where every like all Metallica fans are like, oh, this is terrible. This is the worst commercial. But but everyone else on planet Earth was like, oh, Metallica's a nice band, eh? <laughs> and then that's when they expanded to everyone instead of just their fan base. And I think that's what Disney is doing with uh, Star Wars. They're trying to expand to everyone yeah. instead of just Star Wars fans or whatever. Uh, oh, I mean, once Disney bought the property, I knew that's what they yeah. were doing. Yeah, Disney it. doesn't buy things to just shelve them. Yeah, I knew, like I just didn't expect it to be eight movies yeah, coming out ex- over the next like I just didn't who knows expect how many to, years yo, man, we're here to make face so much as a fan we're here to make yeah. money that's what we do <laughs> I don't know if, if you if you ain't if you ain't out there in the streets getting that money you gotta be earning that's what you gotta be doing oh man Disney go be make pimping. my money Disney be pimping <laughs> and speaking, speaking of Disney um, going back to their their slew of movies here we got one coming out next week Black Panther yeah yeah and uh <laughs> Raise so the critics up. review the critics review right now on Rotten Tomatoes is actually last I checked at a hundred. Yeah. Whoa. I mean I don't to, even I'm not reading down anything. To 99 for critics right now. Yeah. I'm not reading anything either. It's just interesting to see what the critics review is. Um now we had a group last week in the past week who yeah, created their take, own Facebook page. It got taken down by uh, Facebook, what, yeah. It, yeah, because they were hating on Black Panther. I want to bring the review, the scores down, and we never really had a chance to talk about it. So I wanted to know what you guys like. What were your, what are your thoughts on why this I, is happening? Right I now? usually don't talk about stuff like that because I don't want to give shine to people who are that who are hateful. And <laughs> yeah, like why I would even, I? I didn't even know if it was uh, a cultural group or if it was DC fans. Like I was hearing a bunch of various things yeah i mean you could tell that people didn't actually care about who this was by the fact that everyone just assumed it was different people yeah some people said it was white supremacists some people Mm -hmm. said it was dceu fans some people said it was that westbury something church like (laughs) i heard everything and anything about people going after black panther and i was just like obviously no one knows what's actually going on so Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna it sounds like just disney created it to make hype Maybe, maybe, because the oh, only thing that's going to come out of the only thing that's gonna come out of this is publicity, and people are going to go see it. it. Props, it. I respect that. So it's, it's, that's exactly why I wanted to bring it up. Nail that's exactly why I wanted to bring it up. That's because true. Because it's very possible that that was created by you know. That's fair. That's us. fair. I mean, um, God, I hate that. I hate that that we say it's that. It's like that, that Lana like, Del oh, yeah, Rey exactly. song recently, where they're like, she's being sued by uh, the Coldplay, by Radiohead for the Creep song or whatever. Yeah. And uh, they totally and then, didn't sue her. It was just to hype up the song. Like It didn't even make sense, too, because... A thousand people I knew listened to the song because of that. Creep, th- that song samples from right. the guys who wrote the ho- for the Hollies. Which they got sued for. Which they got sued for. And then for. They, split, like, they split the writing with them yeah. or whatever. They were just like, okay, So fine. if they had turned around and actually sued Lana Del Rey... Yeah, it would have made like zero The sense. money would have gone to those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. those guys had like a 50% yeah, credit yeah. on the wow. song anyways. Anyways, In sorry. fairness, the song does sound exactly Oh, it like does Creep, sound yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Can't um, wait to see Black Panther three times. I know. <laughs> I, already bu- I already bought my tickets for the February 15th screening. There's a screening tomorrow. If you were one of the lucky few who got tickets to the Montreal screening tomorrow, congrats, you sick fuck. Um, but yeah, good, good for you. Enjoy. What was that thing? Like, There's always um, things that keep popping up. What if Black Panther's really bad? Uh, would you still say it's a good movie? And I'm like, yes, all day, every day. Oh, yeah, day. we already had that conversation. <laughs> Don't care. Don't yeah, care. Yeah. All, I can picture, all I can picture is that meme that from... Was, that was last episode. Yeah. From CB4 of the dude, like, I'm black, y'all. And I'm, I'm black, black, y'all. <laughs> I'm blackity black, and I'm blackity yeah. black, and I'm blackity black, and I'm... I mean, I'm going to see Yo, Black Panther. I'm, back I'm going to see it on the 15th. I'm I'm, my mom asked me to go see it, so I'm, take, I'm taking her for her birthday. 
I'm, yeah, I'm trying to get family, like older family. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's go see this. Let's go see Black I'm Panther. Gonna, I'm gonna go see it in the townships with my dad. There'll be no one. Oh, uh, nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't yeah, know, man. There's been a few. Like, I remember when I went to go see uh, act. Uh, was it? Uh, act like a woman, think like a man. Like, there was a good mix of people in that crowd. Yeah. You don't tell people you went to see that. <laughs> what? That was, I'm that was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go support the only white guy in that movie. Not Turtle, Gary Owen. He had no lines in that movie. Okay, so hit us. I'm a turtle. Uh, we have the Ninja Turtles as new characters in a new Injustice 2 game. Yeah, I watched the video. Um, um, it's interesting. I, I thought I thought they already announced them. I don't know this game. I remember that. And then like they were talking about how they're going to do it where it's like you play as all four of them at once. Technically. Yes. Yeah. Whichever whip weapon you pick yeah. will make that character the primary one. Mm-hmm. But you get to interchange, it seems, yeah. because when you do certain special moves, it the swaps. other ones will swap yeah, they, in. And they out. fight as a team, basically. Yeah, I do. It's res- pretty cool. Yeah, and I love Raphael's line of "I have a special delivery of pain." Like I thought that was a hilarious <laughs> line. Um, yeah, uh, the Injustice video game is written very well. Yes, like the yes. quips between it people. Is. You can just find a whole uh, video on YouTube of just them insulting each other at the beginning of the fight. Yeah, the comic book and is and also, also like good. the actual, the actual, yeah, and the storyline in the actual game is so well done and mm-hmm. if you pick a different character there's a different storyline different ending mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know but so aren't well they closer to like Marvel characters mm, no not necessarily it's like, just that like they were created to mirror Marvel characters though right no like, not Injustice Injustice no, I, is I mean the Ninja Turtles oh yes uh, they were right. they were spoofing oh, um, Daredevil Daredevil, Daredevil, yeah. Daredevil. the but, foot's yeah. the hand and yeah so the ooze and all that stuff that went into his eyes yeah yeah um Next on the list, sticking with DC here, we have the Shazam movie. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis yeah. for that uh, pretty much came out. Um, have you guys seen Zachary Levi training for this recently? No. No, I have not. I, I'm waiting for him to show up in the costume and actually look the role. Until I w- then, I don't care. He's actually, I've been trying to, because I didn't see him at all. He's this scrawny little dude. He's and too just make, scrawny. Is it actually going to be The Rock as Black just, Adam? Though, yeah, that's, yes. that's confirmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because The Rock, the, 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 Sorry, The Rock is actually executive producing this one. Oh, Ooh, stepping up in the world, making that yeah, money. So he can smell it. Um, yeah, so we're gonna meet like the 14-year-old foster kid Billy Batson, who turns into an adult superhero by saying the word Shazam. They don't really say how in this one, but I think an ancient wizard grants him yep. the powers. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, so he's still a kid, and pretty much, you know, it's. I think we're just gonna pretty much see a kid in an adult car. That's pretty much what this is sounding like to me. And then he's going to run, you know, up against the villain as usual. But the only thing so I, far, nothing. I, I like that they have Thaddeus Savannah in it. I like that character yes. as a villain because that character really is messed Dr. up. Savannah. Yeah, he he's like an obsessive character. He's actually uh, a yeah. mirror to what the original Lex Luthor was like. Because originally Lex Luthor was a, yeah, was a so scientist. Which, not which yeah. makes me go, are they going to go with this movie then, you think? Which what, sorry? How dark do you think they're going to go with Shazam in terms of the actual state of the universe right now in the DCEU? Um, I think they're trying to make it more light and maybe yeah. more in tone with uh, Wonder Woman, maybe. It depends how much they link it to the others also, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I think they're going to be more in tone with Wonder Woman, if anything. Because, like, Wonder Woman's the one that everyone liked yeah. and made them a lot of money and was surprising. And then they're like, oh, no, Wonder Woman destroys the rest of our universe because it's not grim, dark. She set the tone so well. Well, and the, the only problem is with Wonder Woman, Act 1, Act 2, great. Act 3, flop. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. If they had managed to do all three acts solid, 
then we could say, you know, I could see why they'd want to maul the universe after it. Yeah. But they have yet to yeah. get the, the, the their pacing bit. right. They don't have their pacing right on any of their movies. No, that's true. So. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how dark... Suicide Squad. Just to, just to point out, um, Chris Hemsworth used to be very more well, scrawnier back in the day, and then he trained to be oh, Thor. Oh, yo, I know. So, I, it, anybody can do it. It's not the bulking for Levi... It's his face. He doesn't look <laughs> like. Him, yeah. yeah, he doesn't look like what I picture. Like Shazam is supposed to look like, and you said it. The guy who's playing Hawk, Alan. Um, oh yeah, Thaddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan Thaddy, the guy who's playing from Blue Mountain. That's, that's Blue Mountain Stace. That yeah. from Blue Mountain. He State. looks exactly. I love that Like guy. what Shazam's supposed to look great. like. If they put black hair on that kid, he's fucking Shazam. So I don't get like. Everyone who knows what Shazam looks like. Wait, but are you talking about the guy that played Aquaman on? Yes. On thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Die is here black. He looks spitting image to what Shazam's supposed to look like in the comic book. And he yes. looks like he can go toe to toe with The Rock. Exactly. <laughs> he wouldn't have to bulk, bulk up wise. too much. Uh, unlike Mr. Yeah. Skinny Chuck over here, and that guy has who's going to have to bulk for like Toby. You you would know how much muscle is he going to have to put on to match The Rock. He, let's just say by the time they start filming, he won't have enough on. Exactly. <laughs> no one can keep up with that. Yeah. Exactly. You guys are making all the points for me. Mm. You got to find someone mm. who could kind of look like they'd fight The Rock. Because Black Adam is supposed <laughs> to be the ancient version of what Shazam is. Right. So then yeah. we're going to get Zachary after four months of eating fish and rice and bulking up. Plus That's not going to be enough. so much cooler. Black and gold. Exactly. Like, oh, man. If I say yeah. exactly one more time, anyway. anyway. <laughs> it just means we agree, man. On that, on that note, yeah. On that note, we're gonna leave it at uh, some sad news. Yeah. Uh, John Mahoney, Fraser's dad, passed uh, recently away. passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was at sad. Seventy-seven. Yeah. I mean, that was I used to I used to love that show. Actually. Exactly. Frazier. Yeah. yeah I, the... I don't know why I liked it so much. Because he was an Same. idiot. He I was guess, an idiot, yeah. but he was supposed to. He was an. He was a genius. Who was an idiot? No, I just I think I wanted Niles to sleep with Daphne every episode. Yeah. Like, sure. This is the day, though. Today every, is the day. Everyone Niles had gets their laid. own connections. Maris. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maris. <laughs> but I mean, like when it came down to it, like I like the show because Frazier, who thought he was a ladies' man, is like the worst at hooking up with women. Well, it's just like most sitcoms where yeah, yeah. the guy is somehow banging all these women constantly, new girl every episode kind of thing. Yeah, but that's the thing. Frazier didn't. Wasn't always that like he wasn't smooth. Yeah, no, that's no. Jerry. Yeah, that's Jerry. <laughs> Seinfeld chair. could get ladies left, right, and center, whereas Frazier oh, man, was that was like, guy was always on a date. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well that's that's uh, so shout outs and uh, respect to actor John Mahoney. Uh, yeah, rest mm-hmm. in peace. We we appreciate it. Your acting in all those many years. You made and, that uh, show very relatable. Yes. It's yes. Like, oh my god! All these you smart did. people. Oh, thank God, the dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his Good dog. Old blue collar. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, thank God, his dad and his dog. Oh, thank yeah. God. Uh, so that's the show, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Geektastic Cypher. Yeah. Uh, Khalil, what do you want to tell the people? What's going on? Yeah. Um, che- uh, stay posted for Perfect Strangers. We're going to be um, opening the Mon- Montreal Festival of Lights, Montréal en Lumière. Nice. With, uh, well, backing up uh, Dubmatic oh, dope. For, uh, on the 22nd at the opening of the fest. So. Legends. So it's their first time with a live band. Oh, crazy. And that's who we are. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. It's going to be really cool. We Toby. did the press conference this morning. Oh yeah, I saw the picture. Uh, I'm gonna start releasing some uh, some just snippets of tracks that I'm barely working on, Whoa. but I am at the same time on SoundCloud. So go to SoundCloud.com/slash/super underscore abstract, but mm-hmm. instead of the T at the end after the C, it's a K abstract. 
Here you go. All right. Nice. That's everything. Nice. Jaws D. Uh, check me out on Twitter, Jaws.D. Uh, check out Transformers Slag on YouTube. And also check out uh, G-O-T-T, G-O-A-T-T Podcast. Geeking out at the tower. Uh, that's the show, guys. So thank you very much for tuning in to Geektastic Cypher here on Work. FranklinArmstrong.com. Uh, you can follow us on A Strong Franklin on Twitter and Instagram. You can hit us up on Facebook at Franklin uh, at Facebook.com slash Franklin Armstrong D-O-T-C-O-M. You can follow me on Instagram at Brian Holiday H-O-L-I-D-A-E. That's the whole show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week as we do. Uh, next week's going to be a little, di- little bit different. It's going to be a Valentine's Day episode, and we're we're uh, actually going to be um, pre-recording that one, so it won't be live. But we are going to try and solicit um, questions from people for our guest, who is a, an advice. Um, she used to write an advice column. Um, oh, so nice. for Valentine's. So, right. Yeah, so uh, Cece. Um, so we're going to get her on the show. So guys, All thank my you. questions will be asking from a friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Uh, Geektastic Cypher, we're out. Oh, don't drink and drive. Always wear a Jimmy Caps because safe sex is good sex. That's the end of the show. Get out my way. <laughs> <laughs>